Hi guys, welcome to Earning Season. I'm Randy Rowe at RT Rowe. And I'm H Danai. I'm Danai at H Danai. And this week we have a wonderful guest, the one and only Kalila. Kalila always calling you Enriquez, and your full name is Kalila Enriquez Reynolds. I don't uh, use the Enriquez, you know. I don't know. I am doing I it because I am I only put it in old. there for people who remember me as Enriquez. That's why I, because I know you from High TV, so it's always Kalila Enriquez. From High TV? High TV. Oh Sorry, my God. Like, early. you know me from way back then. Way, way, way back then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, just, I just knew her. She was on Hype TV. Well, Hype TV is one of the first channels. You were involved with Hype TV or you no, were there? No, I just knew from TV. Oh, you just actually worked yeah. there? That was like one what? of my first jobs in Jamaica. My TV second a... job here. Really? Mm-hmm. That's just why I know you from. Hype TV was the first thing of its kind. It was oh, kind of yeah, like no. dance on TV without being mm-hmm. truly I was more thinking about the generation TV. difference between you and I, you know. I, I know, know, you know what's watching, funny. You know? That has come full circle because with the work I've been doing now, mm-hmm. I've been using Johan. Who's the owner of Hype TV, Hi, Johan Dawes, ah. to do my video Production. work. Mm-hmm. Ah. He was at the launch, right? He was at yeah, the launch, yeah. 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 It's so funny because um, I went through a little struggle when I was just starting. I, was, I had just gotten a contract with Exim to do Money Moves. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was at another company and they were doing the production. So that's that's part of the reason that was able to, to happen. And then that company kind of went through some management issues changes, and structural uh, changes that I uh, don't want to get into, mm. but it left me without a production team and studio. And I happened to run into Johan, like right when I needed a studio the next day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fate. Like, ah. <laughs> fate yeah, it just came together. I've been working with him since. Oh, congrats to Johan. Is he, is he on anything social? I like to big up people proper if they're on social media. I know he's hype TV. I'm not sure what the Twitter handle is, but okay. he's always retweeting my stuff. Oh, oh, so well, he's probably hype TV on yeah. Twitter. So big up mm-hmm. hype TV on Twitter. I should redo what I should have just done properly. So let me introduce my guest, Kalila <laughs> Reynolds of, I don't know what to say. You're of Kalila. What should I say you're of? Cause you have money Mondays. You have. They Obviously, all the time she's on the radio every morning mm-hmm. on Nationwide. What's his segment called? You have multiple segments. Nationwide this morning. Nationwide this is, morning. That's my. Sh- that's the show that I do every day, Monday to Friday, six to eight thirty a.m. That's and right. I'm the business out. editor at Nationwide as well. Mm-hmm. All right, but you see, you see, so that's so funny because I so I don't listen to the radio. Me neither. Yeah, I, I, I'm the, the but I like radio. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say I'm young because I guess I am young. But I know you. So when I think of you, I think of segments. I mm-hmm. think of Kalila from Money Mondays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kalila from Taking Stock. Mm-hmm. If it's business, business related reporting, then I think of Kalila. Mm. Beyond that, uh, I didn't. I didn't know what you did. It's a what you call it on the Monday morning, Monday to Friday. Um, nationwide this morning. Yeah, so yeah. nationwide this morning. And we talk about the diverse array. A whole heap of yeah, oh, but yeah. Even politics, then, social issues, crime, mm. and business. Everything. Oh, so that's why people at you. And other stuff that are not business related. Yeah. All the time. Right. <laughs> All the time. Yeah, says, and then uh, people going along to you, going and say whatever, whatever. Yeah. Okay, I know. I see. Yeah. yeah. So I do post what's on my mind. So on again, social that's the media. next thing I was going to say. That when I think of you, I think of what's on my mind. It's yeah. so funny how the new digital ages. I literally don't think of you as being ready. I think of those things as individual. Like I think Kalila, what's on my mind? To me, that's a show. Because mm. yeah. well, and I don't listen to radio. That's a segment on radio. So but all to, I do is I just take my phone and, you do and it while I just you're record it, record my radio segment. Yeah, that's proper content, you know. Because mm. in my mind, <laughs> yeah. I think what's on my mind for Kalila. But but that's like when you speak about current affairs. You'll see me with the headphones and in front mm. of a mic like this. It's it's in the radio studio. Mm. Yeah, you you gone way ahead. Everybody else, you launch out the online content before yeah. <laughs> before yeah. anybody else can do it. That's smart. Yeah. I like that. 
I like that. So <laughs> let me let me let me jump back. I like to start <laughs> off with people's personal lives so we can get it out of the way early. Tell us about yourself, Khalil. We recorded um we recorded the, the, the episode of Taking Stock that I was on. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a few days before you had the launch. Mm-hmm. At the launch, I was like, there's no way she was that pregnant. <laughs> but we were, I saw her like three days before. <laughs> Literally, I was so surprised. I was like, there's no way. Because I think I was it. no, you were sitting behind the desk. And it, it depends on what I wear too. So the dress sure. that I had on for the launch was like oh, tight like fitting. Yeah. Flowing, so it really yeah. shows everything. Mm-hmm. I have I don't remember what I had on for our episode, but it wasn't as obvious. I was surprised. I was like, <laughs> did she get like more pregnant than she <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It's like they're yep. twins or something. I don't get it. Well, that's good. The congrats on the pregnancy. Thank you. Which is always, I don't know if you said congrats, but say congrats that you have continued, I think. Something that I think is a big deal locally, people don't talk about. Continued, you put out a, continued putting out heavy content yeah. and it hasn't slowed you down in mind. If anything, mm-hmm. you sped up because you yeah. launched a show <laughs> yeah. in the midst well, of it. Well, it did slow me down. Remember, we had this conversation. True, but Remember? you because and I have had a conversation privately, but in terms right. of looking on, it's just more and more and more and more right. content. You're still there. I don't use IG much. When I check IG, still there seeing what's on my mind. Still doing the, the, the Money Mondays every day. And a new show, Taking Stuff. And, well, that's what I was going to say. a lot and, of work. Okay. I which know. is like a full-time job on its own. Oh, my Lord. Well, I, I, with all the things I do on social media, it's like a full-time job and then some. You need a, you need a second. You need a, you need a, <laughs> you need an assistant. assistant. I have an assistant, assistant who I'm training. Okay, so and then that's so also I know, another job. I know this baby's coming in February, so she needs to know to produce this whole show from top to bottom <laughs> by the time I go off. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So. Good luck to you. And it's, <laughs> you know when you're training somebody, it's like doing double work. Yes. Mm. You have to yes. do it. That's an entire it job be, to train them. Yeah. It would be much faster if I just do it myself. But mm-hmm. if I do it myself, then she never learns and I have to do it myself forever. Mm-hmm. So I'm teaching her segment by segment how to produce the show wow. and what, what my standards are yeah. so that by February, she can do it all. Yeah, the, break. I like that. That's the, the leaning in, Kalila. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the corporate, <laughs> yeah. the new corporate. No, I'm not. I'm impressed by it because it's, it's literally just you and Kimala. I've ever seen it. Kimala did the same thing. Big of Kimala for that. When Kimala was pregnant before lab launch, but I mean, I, her child is a little over one or going two, so... I saw her working heavy as CEO of lab, working every day as she was pregnant, same way, and no slowdown. There are many, many women who do it, Randy. No, many, no, no, I don't doubt that. I'm about to die online. <laughs> so, like, it's not that many, a lot of women don't many. do it, but I'm used to seeing a certain sort of, just natural, nothing like it's a bad thing. It's, it's just a natural sort of slowdown and, okay, I need to assess it. I'm not used to seeing almost a speeding up. That's mm-hmm. what I'm seeing. Because if you look externally, you launch an entire show and she's trying to show it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Like, I know this podcast is difficult, but it's not really difficult because we have bam, big up bam. But <laughs> and when you go to the set, like, I got there late. I don't think you guys even knew because she had already taped like three out of four other segments. There's an mm-hmm. entire crew working. Big up you. <laughs> men, men could not be pregnant because I couldn't do what she was. <laughs> I could not do it. Like, my assistant is a little bit overwhelmed right now because she's, it's a very steep learning curve when she mm. realized what, because she's somebody who I work with in radio, but she's ah. never done TV. So I'm showing her the ropes of what all goes into TV that you have to always be thinking of what's going to be on screen mm. while you hear somebody. So we're here now, we're talking, and we also have to think about what will accompany this voice uh, mm-hmm. will i always be on camera will i be showing footage well what's uh, gonna come 
And that in itself is a whole nother thing like in TV production. Directing while you're actually presenting. Mm-hmm. So you have to be thinking ahead. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's rough. Wow. Like we need an actor directing the own movie, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me dial back like I tried to do before. Let me dial back and go as early in life. So you, <laughs> you started. Gun, bro. <laughs> yeah. We mentioned starting your hype TV. How did your journey start in media? All right. Actually, I'm from Belize. Mm-hmm. And that's where I grew up. And I wanted to be, when I was young, I wanted to be a writer, like an, uh, a big novelist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I write the next big piece of creative fiction. And, you know, that's what I wanted to do. And as a child, everybody always said, you'll never make any money being a writer. You'll never be profitable. How are you going to sustain yourself in Belize, of all places? <laughs> being a a big, that's, mm-hmm. we, we have one internationally known novelist, mm-hmm. Z. Ejo. Out of Belize, she now lives in the states. I mean, there's no reason you can't be next. She one. wrote Becca Lam, which some of you may have I know read. Lam. You know, yeah, in yeah. High I think we all read. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Becca Lam. Yeah, but apart from her, there's no major, well-known Belizean novelist. So mm. people were just—it's uh, kind of dream-crushing, but it's also practical, mm. you know. Mm. So I started thinking about, well, how am I gonna be able to make money writing? Mm-hmm. And I came up with journalism. Because I also have an interest, I've always had an interest in uh, current affairs, politics, and so on. I grew up in a trade union household. Mm-hmm. My dad was a trade union leader, president of the public service union. Mm. My mom is also involved in her union, teacher's union, veteran educator. And so I've always had that social consciousness. I grew up around that. Mm-hmm. And so I'd listen to talk shows, watch the news, and have an interest in it. So I said, okay, let's marry these two interests, mm-hmm. politics and current affairs and writing, I'm going to get paid to write stuff about mm-hmm. politics. And, you know? yeah. So I studied towards that. did my bachelor's at Fordham University in New York, which was different mm-hmm. because it really forced you. I, I grew up at CXC and um, A-levels, mm-hmm. standard. Mm-hmm. When I was doing A-levels, you used to get points for every big word that you use, <laughs> vocabulary ah. points, because they're trying to build your vocabulary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to write in a certain type of structure, a certain yeah. type of way. I went to journalism school, and you have to unlearn all of that. Start all over APA form. You really have to unlearn. <laughs> no, not APA. You what have to, it? the essence of journalism is communication, is making it simple mm. to understand. So you mm-hmm. see where I'm going with mm-hmm, this now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Making it simple. So I had to unlearn all these structures, all these big words, all these however and therefore and hitherto for whatever, mm-hmm. you know, unlearn all of that structure in journalism school. It's like starting to write from scratch mm-hmm. again. And my professor, Professor Hall, had this, um, he used to make us use this, use this thing called readability statistics. Mm-hmm. It's in Microsoft Word. And you'd have to put your story through readability statistics. And readability statistics tells you what grade level can read your work. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I do that for when I write. Yeah. And yeah. So it goes from grade one to grade 12, American grade system. Yeah. And every time you'd put it in, you'd get like grade 12 or higher, like <laughs> the entire class. I always said, this is impossible. Like, how do you, and he wants us to submit something that a grade six level can yeah. read. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, this is impossible. But bit by bit, after learning the principles, you start to realize, okay, the trick is short sentences, small words, shorter mm. paragraphs. Mm. And you, you start getting the flow of it and learning how to communicate in a much simpler way 
way. And so that was my foundation in learning to write for journalism, learning to write for a broader audience so that anybody on the street listening can understand. Mm. And then I've also done training for journalists as well over the years. And I've picked up a lot of things. I've been in this industry now almost 20 years. Nice. Did you believe it? Because I started in basically high school. Ah. I started okay. high school newspaper when I was in, in high school, mm. in like third or in fourth form, I think. In Belize. Yeah, in Belize. Okay. Which high school? Uh, Belmopan Comprehensive School. Because I'm Belpan from Belmopan. Comprehensive. You're from where? Belmopan. Belmopan. So Belmopan Comprehensive School. Yeah. And I went to St. John's Sixth Form. And then Fordham. And then eventually my studies brought me here. Came to UA to do my master's in communications as well. And ended up being recruited for work right around the same time I met my to-be husband. Mm -hmm. So there are many reasons to stay. <laughs> it's professional and personal reasons okay. to stay. So it's a personal <coughs> you big up Mr. Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Reynolds. Dr. Reynolds. <laughs> boy, boy, every day that man must hate me. Dear Lord. No, actually, few people, if you don't know him personally, you mm -hmm. wouldn't know. That's he it, doesn't okay. make a big deal of, of it. Right. Ah, that's yeah. right. You know him? <laughs> he doesn't like some people make a big deal if you miss off the doctor the doctor yeah some people he doesn't do, yeah. make a big deal as a matter of fact most people know him as a photographer or from sports ah <laughs> so he doesn't he literally doesn't talk about he doesn't really unless you know him from that field oh that's that's i mean yeah. i read that I just know definitely him as, big up dr reynolds yeah. <laughs> but i just know him as richie yeah ah, i like that i like that yeah so that was in 08 that i came here Mm, okay, so and that's I've, when he moved to that's the hype TV move, or that's before hype. I think TV. I went to hype TV 09. Okay, because okay. I started at my first job was at RETV, which lasted that's where I know her from, which lasted three months as a producer at RETV. I guess I'm wrong then. <laughs> <laughs> I was a producer at RETV, not exactly what I wanted to do, but it was a foot in the door. Mm -hmm. And at the three month mark, you know, that's your um probationary period mm -hmm. and they said they were going to keep me on probation i was like what you gotta keep me on probation and i've been doing everybody's been praising my work up to now mm -hmm. and they said they're going to keep me on probation and your know, probation meant half salary <laughs> <laughs> and yeah i literally could not afford to work for another three months mm, on half salary yeah. because it was the summer that was coming up. I was in, I was doing my masters at UA still, mm -hmm. and so scholarship money doesn't cover summer. Mm. <laughs> so summer, I need to sustain myself. And summer, this was in June. This was the day Michael Jackson died, June twenty fifth, I believe. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's the day Michael Jackson You're hearing the died. journalist because I, I, Google will tell me I don't know. <laughs> That's why I remember because 09, I remember, I remember posting it on Facebook. Ah. Like some like big announcement. Oh, I quit my job. And nobody, it just got nobody, lost. Yeah, yeah. Michael Jackson died. <laughs> <laughs> like no comments, no likes, no No one no is paying attention to <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Well, I said you quit. So what did you So I quit into? and... I had met Johan before when I was like shopping around my resume and mm -hmm. stuff and I gave him a call and he's like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah, cool. Come through. And so I started as a presenter at Hype TV mm -hmm. and that's why I managed to sustain myself that summer. Mm -hmm. And then a few months later, ended up at CVM TV. Mm -hmm. So I worked at CVM for a couple of years and then moved on to Scene TV, which was brand new, mm -hmm. which is a subsidiary of Sportsmax. 
sister company to Sportsmax, but Scene is a Caribbean-based, so they broadcast to the, to the diaspora. You don't see Scene in Jamaica, mm-hmm. although they record here and you everything is... You see in Florida, is, New York. Right, yeah. right. They broadcast to the diaspora, so that's, so, so that's Scene for a while. And then Cliff Hughes recruited me because he had um, some type of contract with Scene where he was, I guess, kind of overseeing since it was a new station. Mm-hmm. And so he saw me there, and he recruited me for Nationwide. I've been at Nationwide since, so six years now. Wow. I've been at Nationwide. Like it? Love it? I love it. It's the longest job I've ever had. <laughs> Usually when I reach the two-year mark, it's like, oh, time to move on. I get antsy. You know, this yeah. new generation, we don't work at one place forever anymore. Yeah, for a year career. No, yeah. before this, it's two years out. Yeah. And Boy. I'm here six years now, so... Nationwide seems to be pulling. Right. Yeah, Cliff Hughes seems like to be able to pull talent mm-hmm. in a weird, weird way in the industry because it's, it's literally pure stellar people, like you say. And he's great at developing talent, at mm. identifying it, nurturing it, mm-hmm. developing it. That is true. And yeah, he's really good at that. I give him mad props for that because he saw something in me when I wasn't there yet. When I first started at Nationwide, you know, listeners, they're very, very, very critical. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough place to work. I it's, can a, imagine. it's a sink or swim type of place to work. I can imagine. The it's reporters kind of are very competitive. Shout out to Abka Fitzhenry. <laughs> Shout out to Abka. <laughs> <laughs> the, the most cultural reporter this side of anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's a very competitive environment to work. George Davis talking, Dennis Brooks talking. Mm-hmm. Lots of big names have come through nationwide yeah, yeah. yeah that's, and it's that's it can and the listeners if you make the minute you make a mistake they call <laughs> they call and correct you and you have to you just have to take it so it's a mm-hmm. very demanding place but it's been my most rewarding job so far. up until up until taking stock because <laughs> oh, taking ah. stock is like a new career trajectory mm-hmm. no well I like that segue so so we got life you, you've naturally moved through your personal, your professional life, and into taking stock. Um, that's, I mean, you always say, where do you start? Because that's not really starting the financial space. Mm-hmm. You were doing, um, well, I think maybe the the biggest. Well, you can tell me what's the biggest thing you've done before taking stock in the business. Because I know money Mondays. Independently, money Monday, right? you mean? Or independent or either? Because to me, I just. I really am coming at you as a fan. So you're mm. just to me a trusted voice. Yeah. <laughs> so when I hear. When I hear Money Mondays and you say something on Money Mondays, it's like I hear it on the business news. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah. <laughs> I think, you know who will read a big of every episode? Um, I was going to say Oral Trace, but it's not mm-hmm. Oral Trace. It's Owen James. So you're like Owen James, but. but I should but show you a is, message that Owen James uh, sent me, but that's not for ear. Yeah. That's not for broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're like Owen James, except like. It's you're more broken, you're, though. You, yeah. get more, you get more actual info. Exactly. Uh, what's in the market? Remind me to t- remind companies? me after the podcast to, to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, this was this is a good one. <laughs> so I, to me, you're I are trusted voice. You like the business news, but not in the old business news mm-hmm. way. Yeah. And then again, as I said, I interact with you via IG. Mm-hmm. So when I go in IG, you see it. So you you've literally taken what was an older lane on you know radio tv mm-hmm. so on the business space and you brought it to, to the space, space where everybody yeah. is right. but before so, this yeah. probably what i was most known for was coverage of dodos mm. mm. 2010 2010 yeah, i can almost hear the voice to be honest <laughs> 2010 well, people people, rem- people remember me from dodos covering tivoli 
I was on Spanish Town Road. You're, okay. Uh, you remember it now? <laughs> you remembering it now? Whoa. <laughs> I was on Spanish Town Road and I was doing a live link and gunshots started firing. And you started to duck. No, I didn't duck. That, this is why people got the actual gunman on, on This is why camera? people remember me because the day before Nadine McLeod was downtown, uh-huh. TVJ, I was at CVM. The day before Nadine McLeod was downtown and gunshots started firing mm-hmm. and she ran and this was caught on camera and they used it in the footage. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> she told the cameraman, get in the car, get in the car. <laughs> so I remember watching that and thinking, my God, if this happens to me, just be calm, uh-huh. finish your sentence, and then get out of there. You don't want to do what she... I'm big up to Nadine. It's my friend still. Uh-huh. But if you're not mentally prepared... I, I had a chance to be mentally prepared mm-hmm. for that eventuality. Okay. So I was on Spanish Town Road. I was covering the incursion. Military is there. They're going in, and shots are firing. Mm-hmm. And a lady got shot like r- like right next to me, like right where that black chair oh, God, is yeah, to where I am. Frightening when it happens. And she got shot in her side. And you realize how quickly it happens. And just go, ah, you're like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm standing there in my bulletproof vest and I was doing a live link. It was around midday and it was probably for the midday news. She got shot and there's gunshots firing. And I just said, and there you go again, another barrage of gunshots. <laughs> and then I just wrapped up my thing and just calmly left. left. And then people were like, my God, you said a reporter there. <laughs> she brave me. <laughs> and this is who reports and, on business. So <laughs> and ever since then, like people to this day, people remember me for that. For being that calm under pressure. That's good. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Like that. yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, then I live in Spain, so to, to <laughs> us as a very real I'll sh- thing. I'll show you the video. I'll show you the video. Oh. It's on YouTube. It's on my YouTube channel. Oh, definitely send me. Yeah. I'm definitely putting that in the show notes. Yeah. So you can, <laughs> you can, you'll see, like, I, I flinch a little bit. Like, I just kind of jump slightly. My eyes open, and then I just finished my thoughts oh, and wrapped wow. it up. Oh, that's good. People check the show notes right now. If you don't see a link to the video, you're at me. <laughs> oh, wow. So you came from that, and you went into... The business news should be a what? walk in the park for you. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily because the business news that we're all used to that we know mm-hmm. is just kind of up there on a intellectual, like you have mm-hmm. to be into finance to really yeah. understand it. And that's the challenge that I identified. Now, how I ended up doing business news is because nobody else at my work ever wanted to do it. <laughs> business and most economics news. I started reporting on the economy before business. Mm-hmm. So anytime it's like budget time, mm-hmm. okay. nobody wants to do budget stories. Because boring. You ever hard. seen the budget book? Yes. It's a book like this. It's like thicker than a phone book. Yep. Mm-hmm. At least yep. phone book thick. Yep. A big yellow book uh, full of numbers. Mm-hmm. It's like barely any words in it. It's just <laughs> numbers, numbers, numbers. A phone book size book with numbers, numbers, numbers. And I love numbers. Mm-hmm. Grade three, great, sorry, grade one in in CXC in third form. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. Then again, our school system is different. The third form is really fourth form here. Still, but still, that's still good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still good. I've always loved math. I've mm-hmm. been good at math. So taking number stories and translating them into you know actual stories that people can understand, mm-hmm. I I like that challenge. So people always at my work. Budget stuff, anything mm. numbers related, give Kalila. <laughs> Make sure to do it. Because many journalists get into journalism because they hate math. Yeah, they hate math. <laughs> like that's English. True. That's true. So 
So that's how I kind of started reporting on numbers-related things, which tend to be economics news, and then started getting into the business side of things as well over mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that. Uh, it's a natural progression, but you do a really, really good job of it. I just yeah. myself. And then my training came in from Fordham. <laughs> yep. Ah, stuff I was thinking easy. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to write this story, but I don't understand the story. And mm. when, I do, when I do training... One of my key principles that I'd have the students report, uh, repeat is seek first to understand, mm -hmm. then to be understood. Because mm -hmm. mm. if you don't understand what's going on, you how can. are you going to make other people understand? Yo, say that again, Kalila. <laughs> say that again, Kalila. Just say that one more time. Oh, God, say that one more okay. time. <laughs> repeat after me, class. <laughs> seek first to understand, then to be understood. Yep. Yes. If you don't understand it, you can't teach somebody else. Mm -hmm. You can't report on it. You're, and when you're reporting, you're teaching the nation. You cannot report on something that you yourself don't understand. Lord. And so <laughs> a lot of times when it comes to business news and economics news, mm -hmm. the reporters don't have a clue. Mm, yes. Myself included back in, well, now I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but when I was starting, I didn't understand this stuff. And so what most reporters do is just copy and paste the press release mm -hmm. and you just read it right back the way how they sent it to mm -hmm. you. You don't understand it. Your listeners, your viewers, your readers don't understand mm -hmm. it. Yeah, or and some do. A, and then the some that do might be angry because it says the wrong thing, right? Or mm -hmm. yeah, it says something. And off. the some that do is a few. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. our job is to communicate to the masses, the masses. Yep. to let majority of people know. Yep. Yep, and yep. and so I felt like it's been a disservice, especially in this particular economics and business news. Mm -hmm. We've been doing a disservice to the public. Mm -hmm. But when I'm writing a story, if I don't understand, I'm going to take the time to understand before I write my story, mm -hmm. which might mean Google, mm -hmm. Investopedia, Wikipedia, mm -hmm. calling people who do know. Mm -hmm. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, I have resources. I'm a journalist. Mm -hmm. I have so-and-so's number. I can call up Dennis Chung, who's an accountant. Mm -hmm. like, Dennis, what does this mean? And Dennis will explain it to me. I can call up business leaders and they mm -hmm. will take my call because I'm Kalila Reynolds from Nationwide. Yeah. And they're going to take my call. I can call up Keith Duncan or Richard Biles when he was chairing, co-chairing Epoch. I know he's the and, BOJ governor. And now he's so the BOJ governor. And they would take the time to explain stuff to me. Mm -hmm. And once I understood it, then I can write my story. Mm -hmm. It takes extra time, but it's absolutely worth it. So in terms of going through, you know, getting to understand it and then translating it mm -hmm. into a style that's easy to understand and easy to follow. Mm -hmm. And that's how you know, I've been able to, to generate a following on social media. Mm -hmm. And I came up with the tagline, I make business and finance easy to understand. Which is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, yeah. that's essentially what, you, what my yep. mission is yep, yep. just people and people do want the knowledge it's not that and i've known people who said oh when business news come on that's when they change the channel because they know <laughs> news <laughs> done because mm -hmm. this is not for me mm -hmm. and now they're tuning in they're paying attention because now they have some of the knowledge they're able to understand uh, what's going and on they're in the interested space. because yep. of what's going on on the stock market mm -hmm. people are interested when my thing really took off was after wigton you know yeah, when everybody jumped in, because you'd be one of the few people talking about Wigton, talking about stocks in a regular, understandable way. Yeah, mm -hmm. Wigton yeah. is one of my things really bust. My first episode of Money Mondays was about the budget. Mm -hmm. So I was more focused on the economic side. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The first episode was about the budget because they had tax cuts and all kind of stuff yeah, was, was going on. Yeah, it was the first on. time that was, they had that sort of a tax Yeah, it was... It was 
interesting to me. So I said, you know what? Let me just jump on IG, mm -hmm. do a little video and explain what's going on. And I call it Money Mondays, mm -hmm. which means I had to commit to every Monday after <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> you call something Money Mondays, people expect something every Monday. Yep. And But I'm that type of person. I have an idea. I'm just, I do it. I don't like to hold on to ideas for too long. It just, I'll just do it Gets at the same there. time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I had the idea and five minutes later I was recording the video. <laughs> and and because you call it Money Mondays, you locked in. Yeah, yeah. and that was that. And so I, I kind of lost my train of thought now. Um, but that's how I ended up doing business and finance news. And, and, and making it simple because it's not like it you're simple. saying. We started talking about like the complicated. Oh, I was talking about Wigton. Yes. Uh, Wig so Wigton was my big way. boss. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They have 30,000 people buying yeah. into Wigton. Mm -hmm. And now they've bought into Wigton and they don't understand the stock market. Mm -hmm. I had somebody call me nine o'clock one night. Frantic. Kalila, I hear Wigton is trading at negative three cents. I'm like, huh? Is that, oh gosh, is that even possible? <laughs> like, that mean, that means you not. owe the exactly. company. Exactly, possible. The lowest that <laughs> stock can drop is zero. I don't know that that's even possible. Negative three cents. And he was panicking because yeah, he had money in Wigton. I said, I have my suspicions what happened, but let me check the, the JSC app. And sure enough, Wigdon had lost three cents that cents. day. Yeah, yeah. And he thought, he said negative, negative three. three in red. <laughs> yeah. He thought that was the price. Mm -hmm. And so... I had to keep putting out information and, you know, mm -hmm. letting people understand. You have all these new investors who mm -hmm. they don't really know what's going on. Mm -hmm. There's this select fund dropping. Like, oh, my God, I'm scared. I don't. This is my first investment. I don't mm -hmm. know. And so you just have to try help people out. And it's been a learning curve for me, too, because I haven't even been investing that long. Mm -hmm. It's only been like two years <laughs> since, a, since me and my husband started investing. It's a good amount of time to start. It's only been about, yeah, a couple of years. And, it's, and it was for the same reason that I heard... Jamaica had the best performing stock market in the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm here as a reporter reporting on this stuff, but then I'm not taking advantage of it. Mm -hmm. Partly because I didn't fully understand the stock market. I didn't really understand it at all. It's just talking, reporting numbers, but it meant nothing to me mm -hmm. personally. Copy and paste in the press release like <laughs> everybody else. And then we started getting into it. And I said, but if I don't understand, I have a master's degree. Mm -hmm. Most people don't understand. That's so true. I use myself as the first test, even though people, I have a, I'm more educated than the masses. Mm -hmm. I still use my, if I can't understand, chances are most people 90% of people yep. don't understand. Yep. So anything I read, I don't understand it. I say, let's make a good money Mondays. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. More than 90% of the people though, yeah. don't understand. Yeah. This make, make a good topic to mm -hmm. talk about, to break it down. Yeah. And, and that's how I started doing that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Kalila does a lot of the same stuff. Like what? Like so, I started every mickle off the very same thing. I wanted people just naturally. Mm -hmm. People, I'm always explaining things to people. People are always asking me. I guess I always knew about it because I did pay attention to Owen James, and I wanted to know what he was talking about, mm -hmm. right? So I understood it, but I didn't know that people didn't understand it, and it's the exact same thing. I started writing just because why can't I keep explaining to people? So if I write it somewhere, <laughs> I can just say hey, this link I'll send, yeah, it, and yeah. then they'll read it. And, and I find out why most people don't like to read. So, mm -hmm. no, which is why it's even greater because yep. when I hear what you do, I'm like, it's like she's <laughs> saying what I used to type, which is even better. It's much easier than IG. It's a better thing to yeah, say. Yeah, nobody <laughs> reads a book. Everybody check them IG, right? Yeah. 
so that to me is, is amazing because you are probably the only person I, I don't want to sound like a tooth in my own horn but literally other than me you're the only person i know who is bringing finance to the masses mm-hmm. in a way that the masses can understand can understand and consistently mm-hmm. yeah, yeah you know yeah. thinking consistently because right there are people who try who've done a couple of things here yeah. and there but you're not consistent yeah. mm-hmm. and that's another challenge it's about the approach consistency. Mm-hmm. the consistency and the approach when i hear how you speak about how you approach it with the want to understand it and then you use what you learn in journalism to simplify it and bring right it. literally mm-hmm. people don't get it i complain all the time that is is we alienate people in how we speak in finance and, mm. and how general finance speaks is alienating and the people in finance don't seem to know mm-hmm. yeah. or care. Yeah. So oh. if you watch Taking Stock, like whenever mm-hmm. people start getting used in the jargon, yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. like, yeah. like um, the last episode we taped, one of the, one of the panelists was saying, talking about the NAV, the NAV. So I have to say, okay, the net asset value. Because not everybody yeah. understands what the NAV is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most people don't understand Most, what yeah, the NAV yeah, is. Yeah. And, and you find that I've learned from this. Even if you say it one time, almost have to say it every single time because there's always mm-hmm. somebody, somebody new. new. Yep, yep. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. But I, I want to give props to you too for doing for being consistent with the podcast because mm. people don't realize what type of effort goes into it mm-hmm. and what type of effort goes into maintaining consistency to being consistent. If you dedicate, <laughs> if you say you're going to do this every week yeah. or even if it's every month, mm-hmm. m- not missing a month or not missing a week, yeah. that takes real dedication and effort. And so I have to bring up my first sponsor, Proven Wealth. Because hey. Proven Wealth came on Latin very boss. early. I'm no, so no, no. sorry. No, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Proven Wealth came on very early on Money Mondays. I had only done like maybe three episodes. Mm-hmm. And I pitched the idea to Belinda Williams at, at Proven at Wealth. At the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like an immediate yes. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, having a sponsor has kept me consistent because you have to deliver. Because there's can't money say, on top of it now. Yeah, yeah. You, mm-hmm. can't, you can't just say, oh, I'm not going to do this week. Yeah. I'm tired. Or I want to go to a party or whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. You can't do that when you have a sponsor on board mm-hmm. because they're expecting you to deliver. That's right. And you don't deliver, your credibility is shot. That's right. So, so the sponsorship has made a difference in keeping me consistent yeah. and in additional motivation. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Um, and I like uh, tying the point in. So if you're consistently putting something out there and the content that you're putting out there is great and the masses can understand it, mm-hmm. that's literally just an a, a easy recipe for success. Yep. Yeah. Every, everybody I know knows it. Mm-hmm. And that IG push, you use IG as almost a forward. Uh, it's like it bears the brunt of breaking into people's minds because because it's on IG, everybody yeah. uses everybody IG. Everybody is scrolling mm-hmm. Yeah. IG is easier than Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, Twitter, is, Twitter has a level of difficulty to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. IG, it's fun. <laughs> it's easy. You understand it. It's, it's my right favorite there. platform. Mm-hmm. I like, I'm on IG all the time, so that's where I want to put my stuff. It's, it only makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it only makes sense. That's a good I, yeah, I, I just, it sounds simple, but to me, like, I can tell simple doesn't mean easy. Yeah. I think that's not what people... Not necessarily, yeah, no. Yeah, simple a lot of work goes market, into because it. Because simple doesn't mean it's easy. Exactly. Because my most popular videos are the prospectus reviews. Yeah. And first of all, that requires that. reading yeah. the prospectus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, yeah. which are long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We take that burden off. Even my girlfriend asks me every time, Tanya, how oh, you see when I read a prospectus? And she gets frustrated when she gets a prospectus to read. Mm-hmm. 
She kind of sits in Cadida. But there's a lot of stuff in there that you can skip through. <laughs> there's stuff that's repetitive. True, True. but you have to read that's... it and know it. Know it. Know yeah. it right? know yeah. Like, okay, I can, I can, skip, I can this. skip through this yeah. part and get to yeah. the next part. Yeah. yeah. And then sometimes they have to sometimes make your notes. Change. Sometimes <laughs> there's stuff in, in that part that's always the same. Yeah. Sometimes they say it differently. Fontana, mm-hmm. Fontana with the, the way they did the allotment where they could exclude you if you had more than one account. That happened in Fontana where they, if I had two accounts and applied to Fontana. Through both. Through both. Mm-hmm. Then they could, they could choose which one of them they could allot oh. the shares to. And every process, it was it reads the same way. I to change in Fontana and I let them do that. And people got blocked up because of it and there's a lot of problems with people doing that so mm. so read the and full thing that, that skip yeah. past that man. and then after the fact they came and said oh Fontana do this and I point and say I took a screenshot of the part and say see it there <laughs> damn it man <laughs> now I have to go no, read, the <laughs> read the whole thing yeah. the whole yeah. oh, well you know what <laughs> you read the whole thing so that other that people don't, don't have to <laughs> 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 you read the whole thing because the same pressure is also the social pressure at mm-hmm. this point if that and I get it wrong, wrong. Yeah. yeah it's heavy it's heavy yeah. and then the turnaround time because sometimes they lock Sometimes they put out the prospectus today and then they're opening the IPO in like three days mm-hmm. from now, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. puts pressure on us. Or seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. get it and it opens within to, a week. Now I have to mm-hmm. read it, make notes, write my script because everything I do is mm-hmm. fully scripted. Wow. Money yeah, Mondays yeah. is a full yeah. script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, uh, then I have to record, which means as a woman, I have to do makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get proper lighting. Mm-hmm. I started out doing it on my phone, but I've been consistently improving the quality, which you mm-hmm. probably would have mm-hmm. noticed. Mm-hmm. So I have to do makeup, I have to organize all of that stuff within maybe two days mm-hmm. to turn it around so that I can post it on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how it it's is. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Plus yeah. I have my full-time job and I have a baby yeah. <laughs> and I have a teen, uh, <laughs> a family. <laughs> Yeah. You see, I was impressed earlier when I said that she's pregnant, <laughs> and I was impressed because the level of work and output that you're putting out, I know how hard it is. And she works. At, she works every day. I wake up at four o'clock every morning mm-hmm. to be on the radio. At, to be at work for five and on the radio at six. Yeah, better than <laughs> me. Couldn't be me. <laughs> Could not be me. I and really I, respect and that. Then I'm at yeah, my full time job until two p.m. Mm-hmm. I pick up my teenager from school, and whatever I can between then and five and then it's baby time mm-hmm. <laughs> to deal with the toddler at home I like that you and then she, yeah when she goes to bed at eight then I get to work on money Mondays taking stock all that stuff and in between so you just never stop working basically. right it's, the past couple months especially with taking stock mm-hmm. has just been go 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 mm-hmm. it really has been I remember when you and I were talking about when I had the idea mm-hmm. months ago yeah, for yeah, taking yeah. stock. I had this great idea and then bam, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> you just said it to me. And, and I'm like, ah, should I just wait until after this baby is born? <laughs> I don't know. Because I lost like the, the first trimester of pregnancy is rough mm-hmm. is that's when you have all the morning sickness and i work in morning radio you see the thing you see what i'm talking about i just it, i'm sorry to me it's impressive because if i get that flu everything shut down you have the morning sickness your body is making a human mm-hmm. so you're tired like i was fatigued like i just wanted to sleep all day mm. you're, you're exhausted like you feel sick when I say sick and tired, literally <laughs> sick, sick and tired. tired. Right. And so 
there was some even some mild depression with a, which a lot of women go through as well mm-hmm. and so i was like i'm not gonna do this again i told randy i'll do it next year and he's mm-hmm. like no you should do it no yeah, it's a really good idea launch <laughs> like, <laughs> i can't do it i can't do it and then first trimester blues passed I hit the three-month mark and I started feeling better. Mm-hmm. And now I have energy again. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. And the coins were good. Yeah. And a couple months later, I was able to, to launch the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the show has been amazing. People, if you haven't seen the show yet, I mean, hit the show notes. There's a link in there. Uh, it's, or go straight to YouTube right now. And it's Kalila Ray's Taking Stock. Kalila, I need to give you like a nice link that's easy. You can say kalilaray.com slash... YouTube.com slash Kalila Ray. There we go. YouTube.com. Mm-hmm. All my social go. media is the same. Kalila Ray. K-A-L-I-L-A-H-R-E-Y. So Twitter, that's my handle. IG, that's my handle. Facebook is Facebook.com slash Kalila Ray. YouTube.com slash, oh, yeah. It's all that's the same. Perfect. So that's good. You, you already said. So you have it. You've actually started investing. I like that though. Because you'd be very surprised. Well, you'd have learned by now. I don't know if you've asked. But I suspect you'd by now that not many people, even people who comment on the industry and in the industry, not many of them actually yep. invest. Mm-hmm. So to hear you say that you have been investing two, two years, two years, two years is good. Yeah. yeah, let me tell you how we started. So, uh, me and Richie, mm-hmm. Dr. Reynolds. Dr. Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> me and Richie got married four years, 2015? Yeah, almost four years, mm-hmm. four years ago. We got married in Belize. Mm. And so we asked friends and family, rather than giving us traditional wedding presents, just give us some money. Because yeah, <laughs> we, can't, we can't take all these things on the plane. Yeah, we can't yeah. travel with it. So we got a nice little amount of money, a nice little nest egg. Mm-hmm. And we just had that there sitting in the bank mm. for until two years ago. So for half that time, for about two years, just sitting in the bank. Oh, Lord. Because that's what you t- you're taught. You grow up thinking you work hard save, and you save, save, save your money. Save yep. money yep. <laughs> you work hard, you save your money. It's in the bank. So mm-hmm. and, and it's safe. Mm-hmm. It's safe there. And you earn interest. And <laughs> quote unquote, <laughs> quote unquote earn interest. interest. Yeah. So we just had it there in the bank for those two years. Mm-hmm. And we're I'm reporting on these things about this best performing stock exchange and all this stuff that's going on and mm-hmm. IPOs and people making money hand over fist. Mm-hmm. And so I said to him, I said, you know, we should start investing. We should look into this thing. Mm-hmm. And around the same time, I guess he and, he and his brethren were having the same kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, young people like us having the same types of talks mm-hmm. saying, you know, they're starting to invest as well. And so we were on the same page. And so an IPO was coming up. I'm not going to say which one. I'm sorry, I, which year was it? <laughs> an IPO was coming <laughs> up. <laughs> People <laughs> check the show notes as if I figured out which year it was. Which an IPO was coming up. Uh-huh. There have been so many. So That's all right. <laughs> even you know if I said a year, like you would actually know probably know which one it is already based on a year. An IPO is coming up, and I didn't read the prospectus. I just hear IPO. Mm-hmm. 2017. <laughs> I know which one. Okay. <laughs> I just hear IPO. So we're going to put our money Jumping. in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he read it. He said he did re- read it. And I guess he thought it was a good investment. I didn't read it. Mm-hmm. I just said IPO. Let's put some money in it. Mm-hmm. And it didn't do that well. It didn't mm. lose money. But it didn't fly. Yeah, yeah. It didn't it didn't not even take off. It just oh. stayed flat. Okay. Wow. It just stayed flat the entire you probably figure it out figure yeah, it, it out. Did, now. Yeah, flat. Yeah, there's not that many that, that did that. Yeah, it just and, but stayed, it didn't lose money. Yeah, there's not many that did that. It okay. didn't lose money. It just stayed flat and mm. we were disappointed. And so after that first experience, I said, 
okay, I need to start reading these prospectus things okay. and seeing. But you didn't lose money, so that's good. You're the, ahead the, of it's you a already. good thing that we didn't, yeah, thank yeah. goodness, we didn't lose money. Yeah, right now, depending so, on when people hearing this, everybody who's in QWA is either going, boy, me too, or <laughs> couldn't be me. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I said, but it wasn't okay. QWI people, by the way. She's not talking about QWI. No, QWI yeah, is just yeah, yeah. Couple it's just recent. Ago. Yeah, this was a couple of years ago, and so after that, I said, okay, we're gonna start actually reading the mm-hmm. stuff and paying more attention and you know following the business news more keenly. And so our next investment did very, very, very mm. well. Mm. 2017. So that's <laughs> that's probably JetCon. Look at you doing some. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. We can't help it. <laughs> It wasn't Jetcon. It wasn't Jetcon? No, our next investment wasn't an IPO, but it still did well. It doubled. Mm-hmm. And then our ne- our third investment did extremely well. That's nice. That's Extre- NCB. Nope. That's not NCB. You want to tell us which one it is? It was Fontana. It was Fontana. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody <laughs> eat off that. So six or eight times, I think. Uh, Fontana IPO that one. It's 188. Yeah, so you did very, very well. Yeah, yeah. Now now we're really into it. it. Yeah, not quite like getting our first one, you know. (laughs) That first one that blow up, you go, wait, this is possible. (laughs) So now, now we're really into it. Mm -hmm. And Fontana was what February, February of last year. Yeah, yeah, thereabouts, and it had by by like three months in it would have gone. It was February, Mm -hmm. and I had interviewed Kevin O'Brien Chang about it. Mm -hmm. At time, I was doing On Point for Business Access TV, Mm -hmm. and. Dennis Chong was saying like, yeah, it's a good one. And everybody everybody I was listening to was saying, yeah, it's yeah. a good one. So we did it. And we're very happy with that investment. And that's when I really, really started paying attention and saying, okay, I started feeling like I need to go tell it on the mountain. Like I need to be an evangelist for this yeah, thing because this is, what is, well. this is what is possible. <laughs> yep. Like if we can make this thing work, mm-hmm. other people need to be doing mm-hmm. this as well. Mm-hmm. But the barrier is most people don't understand That's it. That's right. And so I need to be like Moses and spread the word That's right. and talk the people's language. That's right. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. do it in Latin. Yes, right. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Do it in a way that people can understand. Can get it. Yeah, and bring it down yeah. to them, yeah. I like that. Have you gotten any pushback on that? Like on, I don't know how much, I don't want to personalize the journey, but like, so <laughs> finance, the, the, the way they speak mm-hmm. is also loved within yeah, the industry. Within the industry. Mm-hmm. So they're thrown on people and who don't yo, speak like that about mm-hmm. financing and you don't. It's but, almost like, because you don't speak like them, it's, you're not intelligent. Or yeah, or you're it not comes off that right, way. Why are, yeah. are, are you talking like that? Yeah. So I like you, in <laughs> even though you get it right, and you're saying the right thing, if you're not using the right words, mm-hmm. oftentimes, occasionally there'll, there'll be people who will because I like to round numbers too, mm-hmm. rather ah, than saying specific. Because uh-huh. in in radio, podcasting, yeah. broadcasting, mm-hmm. you're not gonna say. Five million seven hundred fifty-six thousand. Point six eight seven. Just gonna round it to six million. Mm, yeah. Or like when I was doing the wig turn thing and I said a thousand dollars and somebody pointed out, you know, it's actually one thousand one hundred sixty-two dollars because you have to pay the GSC fees. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm rounding it off. Yeah, that that that's sort of thing. That's sort of thing. I don't know. Maybe it's because you're already in media, so it's Kalila 
from Nationwide. It's Khalilah mm-hmm. from Business Access TV. So I guess maybe you, you come with that prestige and you're not going to necessarily argue with it. Oh, I, I get it, but I don't pay much attention to it. Probably because I am in media and people will criticize and mm. I'm, I'm used to it. Used to the visibility. I'm used to criticism. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I said, at Nationwide, the minute you get something <laughs> wrong, mm-hmm. they call. Wow. People will be quick to call. And I'm, I, I don't really tr- trouble myself with criticism mm-hmm. too much. I will listen. Like if it's a, if you have a valid point, mm-hmm. I might need to change something next time. Mm-hmm. But I don't really stress about it. Like I saw when they, how you took that one personal the oh, other God. day, <laughs> Randy. I, I too in my feelings about some of these things. Yeah. I, 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 I saw I took it for, it and they didn't even at you. They were just, yeah, it was well, just you mean not my privilege. It was yeah, a general yeah. comment. Yeah. Randy, take it personal. Yeah, because I know better. I know better. I know. What it was, was the I, comment? You remember what the comment was then? I was yeah, privilege. Randy being privileged. Yeah. Or, or was it the people with people under? Encouraging people to get into the market and to be understand Not that yeah, not everybody knows. has to say they burn me. I saw the same comment. You know what my reaction was? I just rolled my eyes. That's good. I That's like, good. Well, whatever. You, I like that you're more you're you, more you mature. Yeah, I need the training because it. But hurt I said, me. Randy, take it all. Yeah, like, man, it hurt me bad, man. It hurt me bad, man. Because you know, it really hurt me. Because that's literally what I do. Everything I do is, yeah. is geared around having people that don't have a lot of money get mm-hmm. in. Because that's what I like to hear. It doesn't mean much to me if somebody have $10 million turn it into 20 right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to somebody have 10 grand turn it into 100 grand. I know how life-changing that can be. Mm-hmm. So that's always yeah. where I've been focused. Yeah, it's yeah. deeply gratifying mm-hmm. doing yeah. what we do. And I, yeah. and I get the messages in my DMs all the time. Yes. Kalila, I opened my brokerage account today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I got my daughter start investing. You know, yeah. it's deeply, deeply gratifying. It really mm-hmm. is. It really is. I was telling Danai earlier. I save them. Like I screenshot them and I save them in a special folder. Me too. I <laughs> actually go back to them and look at it because I have people, because I also do, I did the workshops, the girl workshops. I was showing Danai, like I did an advanced one. Just yesterday I did my first advanced grow. So it would have been people who have gone to grow classes before. Mm. Only the, those people have been invited. And a very small group, I think about 20 people, not a lot. And we spoke about like the journey, how far, and with more advanced things that we do, getting into it. And I thought maybe it's not applicable to them or not, but when them start showing their portfolios, mm-hmm. I, I won't say anybody's name, but like one girl showed me she's over $8 million. Wow. She started with $500,000 wow. a year and a half ago. Yeah. yeah. That to me means a whole lot more than, than maybe the earnings from NCB. Mm-hmm. Not that yeah. those aren't impressive, what? but. You know, more money makes money naturally, <laughs> mm-hmm. but when you have a little bit of money, you get a little bit more. That's so impressive to me. So to hear comments against that always pisses me off. But they're not too sensitive. I, mm-hmm. I need to adapt more of what you have done. Yeah. When when you get more seasoned in this industry yeah. <laughs> as a podcaster, yes. you learn to let it roll. I think so. Yeah, because yeah. the criticism do come, and and what's nice is that, like you said, the praise. A lot of praise does come yeah. also. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the praise really is good. I like that you, you you're evangelizing. You're right because I know that feeling. You're talking actually like talking to my soul. Like when you see it, and I'm thinking, yo, I shouldn't be the only one doing this. Yeah, because you can. You know, you can literally do exactly what she did, making money. You husband make the money by yourself, and oh, right. this is working. Let's just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. But, again, but I feel like other people need to know exactly mm-hmm. that. That and I they need know. to know that you don't have to be rich to do it. Mm-hmm. Exactly, this is how you get rich. <laughs> yes, people always like after the fact. Oh, you get rich, and then they assume that boy. You know, say you had it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not rich. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yet. But we're gonna, <laughs> yes. get, we're gonna get there. Yes. Yes. But yes. I feel like. I feel like I 
unlocked the key to adulthood, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> the yeah. key to adulting, mm-hmm. the key to life. Because before this, before we started investing, it's just you just work, 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 work for mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. You just work, you work. And between my husband and I, and I've been saying he's a medical doctor, he's a surgeon. Mm-hmm. I've been working two jobs. Mm-hmm. He's a surgeon so doing yeah, he, surgeon yeah. works. So I have yeah, lots of work, yeah. and they, and we both earn decent salaries. Mm-hmm. But between the two of us, when we calculate a mortgage for a house, still we still not really yeah. making it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you still is off. I wouldn't say hand to mouth because we're still doing better than most people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the type of house that we would want to live in, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be able to afford. The type That's of house right. that we currently live in, no, mm-hmm. that we rent, that we've been renting for the past ten years, mm-hmm. you know, and we're still. Our landlord hadn't raised the rent that much over the past no. ten years. It's a good landlord. Big of the landlord. A, a little bit. Yeah. But, <laughs> but what we would pay for that house if we were trying to move somewhere else, mm-hmm. it would be way, way more. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so we can't afford to move out of that house. Yeah, housing costs basically. are crazy. Nobody talks about the reality of that. But we can't afford to move crazy, out of that yeah. house. And our mortgage would be more than twice what we pay in mm-hmm. rent. Yes. So it doesn't make sense for us right now and you don't want to move out and you don't want to lower your standard of living just to say mm-hmm. you own the house mm-hmm. preach again We're not i can gonna... tell she's not jamaican you know. <laughs> you're very yes. you're like you're like jamaican adopted but i can tell at the court we have this buy a house thing, buy a house thing core, yeah. where no. people will, i have i know people who will break themselves our family is expanding yeah. we need more space not less uh, yeah. <laughs> we're not gonna go move into a two-bedroom and with pay, just pay with more. three kids with three and pay, kids. paying more, mm-hmm. less space, mm-hmm. just to say that we own the house. Yeah. That and doesn't make really sense. Really I don't really own the, really own the house yeah. until another 30, 35 years. Exactly. Exactly. No, we're not going to do that. So so between a medical doctor mm-hmm. and, a, uh, and a well-known journalist who's working two jobs. Yes. And we can't afford the standard that we would like to, which is a middle class standard. We live mm-hmm. in a townhouse. You can't say middle class these middle days. Class. It's not, Kalila, we it's not, no, it's not in its palace. It's too oh. soon. It's too soon. Oh, the lattes. You know, the latte, boss. <laughs> lattes. Big, big up, random big up to Chris Williams. <laughs> big up ECL also. I like your Twitter <laughs> handle, by the way. It's not too latte to apologize. <laughs> I love the entire thing. I thought it was fun from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people got hurt by it. Yeah, you know, usual. Yeah, but I'm saying we're not, we just want to maintain the standard of living that we yes. have now. Yeah, and between the two of us, yeah. like we're just, it's, it's to own a house on our salaries, it wouldn't have made sense. It mm-hmm. wouldn't, it wasn't possible. Mm-hmm. But once we started investing and we started mm-hmm. seeing the returns, there we go. we're like, oh, so this is how people do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yo, I'm so happy. I'm so happy <laughs> to hear somebody else. Wait, you know the joke? It's not necessarily just working the nine to five. Mm-hmm. It's, and, or breaking your back, getting a second and third job. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. there is another really way. Right. People, you, I thought people don't do it that way. And mm-hmm. they celebrate them back to get the house. You're in the right way. Yeah. You make the money, and they make the money, make some money, and then you go do it. You know what they want to do with the money? Yeah, because yeah. been wondering like how people do it. Yeah, and nobody like, talks how? about it. Even mm-hmm. now, even now, at the point where we are, we've brought it. I have to think about how we thought that night, you mm-hmm. and I. We still don't really talk about some of the very real things because oh, yeah. just even culture, we, it's uncultured mm-hmm. to really talk about money. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, as heard what you were saying earlier, saying that, you know, like I'm not rich yet. You're not rich yet. I thought to think, yeah, I agree with you. And because I, I said the same thing about myself too. Mm-hmm. But I don't have any kids or wife or anything. And I've made a, a nice little change and I honestly think I'm not rich yet. So mm-hmm. I have to start thinking, yo, at what point am I actually rich? Because it's a mindset, you know, because you're really doing the right thing. Think about it. You got a nice, if you bought 
Fontana at least at IPO. Let's assume you put a hundred, not even a hundred. Let's assume you put one thousand Jamaican dollars in there. You know what I've gotten? What eight, nine thousand Jamaican mm-hmm. dollars mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. it, right? So whatever you put in there is eight times that money mm-hmm. in not three years. It hasn't yeah. been three years yet. That to me is not. When I think of that, like I think of what happens if a company makes an investment and within the financial year that they make the investment, the investment triples. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That company I consider to be impressive. Yeah. But if you do it as a regular person, I think, oh, I'm not rich yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you're rich. I'm not saying I'm rich either. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that we there is still more. You're proving how much more of the journey has to be explained because we really are mm-hmm. changing how yeah. people think. Yeah. Like we see how much made off of, for example, Fontana or whatever. Mm-hmm. You start seeing, okay, homeownership is in sight. Mm. Yes. Yes. Okay. And this is how you can afford it. It's almost the only way to afford it if you don't have it before. Mm-hmm. You say, okay, these particular goals that we have my daughter is in sixth form mm-hmm. and she wants to study in the United States. Mm. <laughs> she can't so, listen to mommy. Well, your mommy went to Fordham. <laughs> I got a full scholarship. <laughs> so and I don't know how we're going to pay for it if she's mm-hmm. going to get a scholarship too. I'll have her doing mm-hmm. SAT classes. Hopefully she does get one. Mm-hmm. But they're still living expenses. There's still mm-hmm. a lot to pay yeah. for. And that's going to... Ha- she's in lower six. So we have like a year and a half to plan yeah, to, yeah. to figure out how we're going to pay for that. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is how people... Okay, yeah, well, okay. You know what I'm going to... That's a good question for the session. How long is it you have? A before she... Before like... So. Ideally, she'd have to go a year and a half, two years. Yeah. yeah two years. Two year two, a little <laughs> bit less than two years. Mm-hmm. So, so we have goals, mm-hmm. and we can't. We're finally starting to figure out. Okay, this is the key. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily about breaking your back, working extra, and then the other. So, I'm talking about we started with stocks, mm-hmm. and then we want to. The goal is to use some of that money to go into real estate, mm-hmm. buy a house, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I'm now launching the business. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tell the, us about the, the, the three keys to, un- to, to to wealth creation. Oh, you've been speaking to Mr. Legion. <laughs> you're speaking to Uncle Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> I read a lot too. I like that. Audio books. Okay. Uh, I do audio books a lot because I don't have as much time to read anymore. Yeah. But yeah. driving in Kingston traffic can take you an hour and change. Yep. And the audio books, the podcasts. Mm-hmm. So three keys, stock market, investing, mm-hmm. real estate, entrepreneurship mm-hmm. so i've started the stock market next mm-hmm. goal is real estate mm-hmm. but then the entrepreneurship is is coming before the real estate because that's that's, that's starting now too and they'll feed each other and they mm-hmm. feed yep. each other so launching kalila ray media that's all you need to talk about yeah and that's all i want here have you said that anywhere else before publicly um well i have my logo on everything that says kalila ray True, media but you know people are until you throw it out i just i really can excuse to say you heard it here first <laughs> 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 so it's kind of out there mm-hmm. and i'm working on the whole process of getting the company formalized mm-hmm. and uh, registering and all of that mm-hmm. and so that's that's where i'm going now and being executive producer of taking stock is a whole a thing whole thing yeah. uh, which has got to big up cliff hughes too because he He's a he's been my media mentor for the past five six years, mm-hmm. but I also greatly respect what he has done making that transition from journalist to businessman, mm-hmm. uh, launching Nationwide News Network. Uh, how long has Nationwide been on? Like thirteen years. Yeah, because I, I remember because he started out as a young yeah. journalist too. Mm-hmm. He started out as um, in, at JBC then RJR, mm-hmm. who was the youngest um, news editor at the time. And then he launched his own show on Power. And an amazing show. I have to say that myself. Big up Cliff Hughes for that because I was a young board 
I guess as in high school then mm-hmm. when he was doing it. And that's how I started paying attention to yeah. politics and yeah. economy. Launched yeah. his own show and then eventually his mm-hmm. own media host, mm-hmm. Nationwide mm-hmm. News Network. And that's not an easy transition that's to make. It's a completely different ball game. At and so all. now around the office, I feel like I see him giving me some weird looks. I don't know if it's just my mind. He probably but just sees you on the same journey. But he's told, like, when I came to him, because Taking Stock airs on Nationwide as well. Mm-hmm. And I told him the idea and I said, you know, I want this on Nationwide and I'm interested in, per- interested in purchasing airtime mm-hmm. on Nationwide. And he kind of like raised his eyebrow like, oh, I see you. He said, he said, I see Mrs. Reynolds. No one's having Mrs. Reynolds. I see the entrepreneurial bug has bitten. <laughs> you do a very good kid. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't think I'm confused when I did that. That is, that is him. Oh, so did you mean that the contracts were not signed before they were paid out? <laughs> Confused, and then he wears glasses, so he'll look over his glasses. <laughs> this is Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, I, I, since I should give him just a random shout out. He has, in my opinion, the best interview I've ever heard locally from a local journalist or a local person. Just a weird random interview he did years ago. He interviewed Philip Powell. Mm-hmm. I guess he'd have to go in his archives to dig out that one. I don't even know if I'll ever be able to find that. That's his longtime friend, you know. Yeah, re- yeah. Well, if you listen to the interview, you hear, yeah, they know each other from school. But mm-hmm. that's probably one of the best interviews I've ever heard from a local media personality to a person. I guess there, because they knew each other, there's mm-hmm. stuff there. So like, there's it's the first time I saw Philip Paul in a different light as a human being. Because mm-hmm. Cliff really humanized in that interview. So there's a random point I remember mm-hmm. from Cliff. He's a big yeah. up no, for he's, that. He's the best. That's mm-hmm. why I've been there six mm-hmm. years. I haven't felt the urge to leave because I feel the personal development has just been so great mm-hmm. under his leadership. And That's he really has a way about doing that. And then now that I'm embarking on this new venture, mm-hmm. I'm looking at him differently now as a businessman because I've been, I've come to him for leadership advice on being in the newsroom and mm-hmm. for, you know, He's been able to nurture my talent and grow me to where I'm much more confident than when I first started mm-hmm. a few years ago when the callers were saying, who's this Belizean? Mm-hmm. Why is she commenting on Jamaican politics? And <laughs> tell her to go back to Belize. And <laughs> all kind of foolishness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, we're quietly and racist and ready. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. not even quietly. Yeah. <laughs> xenophobic. Yeah, well, we are pretty xenophobic in Jamaica. And yeah, now they've come to accept me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I see you as Jamaican. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though I know you're from Belize, I still see you as Jamaican. I didn't know she was from Belize, but- she talks very Jamaica. <laughs> you know, our cultures are very similar. Yes. Belize yeah, and Jamaica, yeah, yeah. very, very similar. And our histories. Um, well, that's another conversation. <laughs> no, you can I have can... it. If you don't mind, I mean, we're not, whenever ever press for time. Because no, it... I'm so interested in that. I've never really, well, like, for example, Belize, they speak English. Yeah, Belize is the only country in Central America that's English speaking because mm-hmm. we were colonized by the British. Yeah. Same as Jamaica. And the British got lots of back in the day lots of the public servants and police officers and teachers came from jamaica back and forth yeah back and forth mm-hmm. is the same slave master the same colonial laws the mm-hmm. same a lot of the same structures even the food we eat rice and beans you guys call it rice and peas but it's the it same it's called thing. rice and peas yeah. and you eat it rice and beans <laughs> but it's exactly the same dish uh-huh, uh-huh. it's the same you guys same have breadfruit yeah breadfruit yeah, that's the british yeah we have it's so even the language we speak uh, belizean creole and jamaican patois jamaican creole very similar very very similar i posted yeah. a video on my ig last week uh-huh. reading the jamaican patois the official standardized version uh-huh. it got a whole heap of comments <laughs> ah yeah boy what do you feel about that, that patois business 
I have strong opinion. I do think it should be a language, a language uh-huh. and uh-huh. declared. So that's I'm going to talk about it on what's on my mind tomorrow, actually. Well, this will almost definitely not drop before that. So if you want, you can Oh, say I forgot. It don't use the time dates. On, you can if you want. I mean, I'm going to talk know, about that on what's on my on mind on that, yeah. Monday, November 11th. There we go. <laughs> So, and so, it will be on my IG, so you can see that. And you know, you said that our countries are very similar. Mm-hmm. Are we very similar business-wise, you find? What do you mean specifically? All right, so like you'd have seen how the business culture in Jamaica, I don't know maybe you'd have known, the business culture in Jamaica has changed heavily over the last few years, mm-hmm. especially with the stock market. If I could simplify it, I'd say that um, those typical business as you think of business in Jamaica, very small group of people understand it. The money's in a small circle and things happen. The circle grows, but very slowly. And then maybe over the last 10 years, the circle has started to grow a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is from the junior stock exchange and the stock exchange. And then when the stock exchange and the junior stock exchange started, it was kind of frowned upon. You know what Jamaican people are? Mm-hmm. Anything new we're thrown on. And within the, within the business circles, it's almost like, huh. I'm listing people every, 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 mm-hmm. but you cannot avoid a competitor that lists mm-hmm. because they now have a lot of money to do whatever they want with, right? And usually they're your competitor, but now they just have a hundred million more dollars. They can mm-hmm. cut prices for six months and flood the market and kill you because you'd have a hundred million to lean on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so more and more people now have sat to lean on no, it. No, Jamaica is way, way, way advanced than Belize. But that's <laughs> good because... Like light years ahead. But we're a much smaller country. Mm. Our land mass is bigger than Jamaica, but mm-hmm. our population is just like 350,000 people. Mm. Why? Wow, that's just opportunity I'm hearing. Opportunity. Yeah. Because yeah, you just described Guyana. Yeah. yeah. But they just found oil. <laughs> yeah. We have Again. oil, but not, not as much as Guyana. Guyana is next to Venezuela. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Between Venezuela yeah. and Trinidad, yep, <laughs> which yeah. both have oil. Yeah, Guyana. Belize has a smaller quantity of oil. Does it help? Like, uh, does it trickle on to the population? <laughs> No? A smaller quantity. Of, there was much hope when it what was that? discovered in 2005. I remember the big headline was oil. I went to press conference where they announced it. Mm-hmm. And literally three letters and an exclamation point was the headline. Oil. oil. <laughs> and since then, it's just, no. I don't know. I don't know that's really trickled down to the population. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. what happened What had happened was, <laughs> like in Jamaica, where they've been prospecting for decades and never mm-hmm. found anything. Worth noting, worth never, worth, yeah, yeah, fine, yeah. minor things here mm-hmm. and there. Mm-hmm. So, when they did find oil, the agreement with the company mm-hmm. was very, very beneficial to the company, company. and not to the is, country. Sure. It usually is because yeah. you need to give an incentive for them to keep looking. Mm-hmm. So, since they're the prospects weren't that great, mm-hmm. other people would argue otherwise that mm-hmm. they're, they're good prospects, but the agreement with that the production sharing agreement was very beneficial Mm. to the company company. and this was 2005 Mm. i remember 2008 where oil prices were were Mm. flying yeah before that hundred dollars a barrel yes so we found oil right when the world was moving into these record high oil prices Mm. and the country wasn't really getting that much out of it. Anything out of it. Barely anything. Ooh, Barely rough. anything out yeah. of it. Like hundred and something dollars barrel of oil. And companies just profiting, profiting, profiting because they just found it at the right time. Mm-hmm. And the country, you're not getting much because the production sharing agreement was such that they get the lion's share of everything. So they ended up changing the law so that there was this windfall tax 
And if oil rises above $70 a barrel, then the tax goes up. And if it goes above $90 a barrel, then the tax goes up. But by the time they pass the law, the prices had started going back down. <laughs> so, oh, wow. So no real benefit. So we ended up with it. that. And uh, then it wasn't a huge, huge, it, it was commercial quantities, mm -hmm. but from what I'm hearing now, and I, since I've been in Jamaica 10 years now, I haven't been following news mm -hmm. back home as closely. Mm -hmm. What I'm hearing now, it's, you know, I guess it's kind of running out. Mm. Not, oh, wow. Uh, they need to find new wells and stuff. And yeah. I mean, shout out to people like Ryan Rand mentioned you know other day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can mention, you can yeah, say. Nah, it's cool, man. Go ahead. No, people hear me <laughs> talk all the time. You what did talk. Ryan say? Yeah, yeah, Ryan, Ryan really loved this one. A big up five cell on Twitter. Customer shout out yeah. every week. <laughs> but yeah, he really liked that one because on Twitter he was talking about the our situation in Guyana, mm -hmm. about the trickling down to the population. So when I heard Randy mention it, I knew you were thinking about that. Mm -hmm. Where. The company will come in and they'll do the mining and all that, but mm -hmm. the population will not see the benefit more than increased taxes, Very tax rarely. inflow. Mm -hmm. People in Guyana won't be getting up and mining oil and selling the barrels. Yeah, very mm, rarely. I don't know, but Guyana's situation is different from Belize because mm -hmm. they have the. Do you hear how much oil they have? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. vast yeah. reserves. Like, I mean, after vast. After a point, it was just silly because like they kept discovering it. I think I stopped paying attention at the, either the eleventh <laughs> or the thirteenth discovery. Mm -hmm. If you find uh, one, it's I good. Some conversation we and you had about that. Yeah, eleventh, and they only have like a hundred thousand people. Mm -hmm. No, Guyana people. has like seven hundred thousand. Like yeah. sorry, like a mill. They have. Yeah. I, I run it at a mill. A lot of them are in formal like yeah but it's just in some weird areas if if you they're at a point where the population is so small and they found so much oil that you can still mismanage screw mm -hmm. up and there's still just so much money that some must go but there's one factor that she mentioned Kalila mentioned which is the same company so like i asked she said the british colonized belize mm -hmm. so they're the same things like they have breadfruit for the same reason jamaica has breadfruit mm -hmm. the british carried it here because they need to feed the slaves it's the same oil company Mm -hmm. Those oil companies find yeah. oil all over the world. Mm -hmm. They know how to deal with every, every country. Yeah. Yeah. So the, really and truly is, is, is just the European countries who don't, don't mind for it even when they find it. They don't mm -hmm. ruin their countries like that. And um, the Saudis, the, the Middle Eastern countries who really we're thinking about Dubai and the, the countries in the mm -hmm. United Arab Emirates. It's them alone really make money. Yeah. Everybody else It's a big it. yeah. who, who found oil in Ghana? Is BP? It's a, yeah. it's a big company. The yeah. one that found in Belize was a really small. Small one. Uh, and, yeah. And they, they, yeah. Oh, and they were doing like some holistic meditation kind of thing. And <laughs> they said like that led them to discovery. And wow. What? <laughs> it's an Obi-Wan file. I got to look it it's up. A really, I'm trying. No, oh, gosh. Why can't, I remember, yeah. <laughs> why can't I remember the name of the company now? I, well, I should I'll, know this. I'll look it up and put it in the show notes <laughs> and send you. So you'll see it there for the Belizean oil find. So it's not similar. I just think in terms of, I always think in terms of building it here and then we're in the region we can go. Mm -hmm. We're in the region. And I consider Belize to be part of the region. It's in Central America, it's also in Canada. But whatever they did worked because they struck oil when oil was way Going up there. Up, yeah, we worked and, for that And company. after nobody had found commercial quantities in decades. Yeah. So maybe their system works. <laughs> maybe they need to come to Jamaica, but with different, uh, different set of rules, right? I wonder if it's the same guys who found oil in Jamaica. <laughs> that would be, that would be uh, quite, Quite the the coincidence, All right, But I I I really like how you you. I don't know if you if it's deliberate on your part. I always assume it is. But the, you take all the things that you use in the different areas of your life, and I see them come out in the things that you put out because that quality is what you mentioned. Consistency as one of the things that is always good in what you do, mm -hmm. and it does bring the crowds. But also the quality of what you do, I think, is great, and that quality has led to 
you're just a trusted voice mm-hmm. in the news. Yeah, you're literally a trusted voice. Thank you. And it's few. You don't have to explain it. I remember when I was, I was working with a lab and Kimala was, was saying, um, "There's this girl. She wants to do this interview. She knows. I know. I think Kimala would have known. Either known you or known of you from before. Like it makes sense. Is talking? I said, "Oh, you're the Kalila, right? Yeah, do it. It only <laughs> makes sense because that's an easy way." To put to get publicity all digital also. I mean, now you're on the radio, so that's good. That I should tell you officially, congrats for. And you say you bought the. You oh, you mean the show taking the show. stock? Yeah, but yeah. putting the show also on radio. nationwide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how is that going to work though? I mean, like to, in my mind, well, I guess there isn't much in the show that's actually visual. The visual helps, needed. but there is no dead air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's true. nothing that's only mm-hmm. visual. That mm-hmm. there's only like music underneath, or mm. so. It moves. It works on radio. Just like take the that. audio from the from the show. That's smart like production. That. Yeah, very very smart. Maybe I need to buy yeah, some There's like Cliffuse. no extra production cost <laughs> yeah, to, to yeah. putting it on the radio. You just rip the audio from the video and uh-huh. second give it to radio. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How much? How much? Have you book? How much? You book your time? <laughs> I can borrow Cliffuse. Well, yeah, maybe I can buy your time. Well, I have a night. relationship with Cliff, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fine. I'll pay full price. I just want to know because you can throw the podcast. You can on talk night. off air. Yeah. Oh well. Of course. <laughs> That's, you know just making money now, you know. <laughs> but I like that. So you tell us, you tell us what, what's next? Because you mentioned Kalila Ray Media. Yeah. Kalila, am I saying that right? Yeah, Kalila, Kalila Ray, Ray Media. Media. I'm so worried in time I say Ray now, you know. Why? Uh, the Ray is just for Reynolds. Reynolds, exactly. Um, in my <laughs> mind, in my mind, when I say Ray, I'm, oh God, I can tie myself up again. I have this thing in my mind that don't say the wrong last name. And I naturally say Kalila Enriquez, and I also naturally say Kalila Ray. I don't say Renan, I say Kalila Ray because that's a username. Because it was Kalila E. Kalila, yeah, that's true. Kalila E. And Ah. then I changed, and that was another struggle. I was like, should I change it? Should I just keep my maiden name? People already Ah. know me as Kalila Enriquez, and my social media is Kalila E. I was like, Ah. I remember the day that I came back off um, vacation after we got married. Mm -hmm. After honeymoon, I'm back to work now. Is in January. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do I say on the radio? Do I say Enriquez? <laughs> do I say Reynolds? Do I say Enriquez? I hadn't decided. I'm like, good morning. I'm Kalila Reynolds. <laughs> 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 and for like the first week or so, because I, I decided, you know what? I'm just going to go on the radio and whatever comes out, comes out. And that's going to be it. Is that where the Enriquez Reynolds came from? I don't introduce myself as Enriquez Reynolds, only as Kalila Reynolds. Mm -hmm. But on social media, I keep the Enriquez because when people are searching on Google, Mm. you Uh, might type you might type Kalila Enriquez. So, so just in case they're searching on Google, it still comes up. Mm -hmm. But when I introduce myself to people, I don't use Enriquez. You know what you're saying is like a huge advertising thing. It's like people pay thousands mm. to learn what you to just learn. said. Yeah, that's a smart, move. Yeah. smart business. <laughs> to, keep, to keep the online presence linked. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. do that, if you're doing it for more than a year, you can stop using it and it will still link to you. But that's a huge, that's that, what they call it, SM, uh, I'm losing it. It's a, it, it's a good SEO Search move. Engine yeah, optimization. Yeah. That literally is it for online. Mm-hmm. It's a good digital marketing move. Do you keep all of, all of your, your presence in one go? Yeah, that's the only reason I still see Enriquez on my YouTube channel and social media. But in person, I don't use the Enriquez anymore. Mm, that's great. And people so, have gotten used to it on the radio. All right. So we hear about your family, your life, your business is the last thing I want you to press on more. As much as you're willing to oh, tell. Oh, Kalila Ray Media. Yes. Okay. So the vision I have for the comfort. Wow. This could be a whole nother sh- podcast. There we go. There we go. I'm talking about be. this as well. Yeah, we have. Yeah. So I see 
content creation for digital as specifically for digital as the new the way of doing things. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from somebody who's spent my entire career in traditional media. Mm-hmm. But I see all these opportunities for digital because people want to access their content on their phone, mm-hmm. on their laptop, mm-hmm. on wherever, whatever device they prefer, on their tablet. And people want to just watch stuff on YouTube and get a notification. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily want to go pay extra for that's true. TVJ's One Spot Media or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, Nationwide's no app is free, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is free. It is free. It is free. You can get, you can get on your phone mm-hmm. and... That's also a, a good move there that they had the app. I thought it was unnecessary, but when you find in America, having an app yeah. like that really works. But video production cost is expensive. Mm-hmm. Video production is expensive. When I had the idea for taking stock, I wanted it to be a TV show. Mm-hmm. I really wanted, I said, this is a great idea for a TV show. And I pitched the idea to TVJ and CVM. And they're like, kind of lukewarm on the idea. And they told me, do the pilot. So I took my own money. Spent like $200,000 mm-hmm. to produce the pilot at the quality that I wanted the show to mm-hmm. be. And so working out the maths, working out the numbers, I said, this can only work. And I met, this is an important part of the story, I met with some independent producers, independent television producers. So I met with Win- Winford Williams on mm-hmm. stage. I met with Zara Burton, 18 Degrees North. Mm-hmm. I met with Sadiqa Daram, the Sadiqa Daram show. She does mm-hmm. entertainment. And they all have shows that are or have been on television. And I wanted to pick their brains. And I know these people in the industry, mm-hmm. my friends too. Sadiqa and I work together at CVM. And I said, okay, so what are the challenges? What do I need to know about venturing into this space? Mm-hmm. And all three were very gracious. And we had long meetings. And they all three have different business models. So Zara rents studio space. Sadika has a small studio that it was a bar that she converted into a studio. And Winford has a big studio, a really nice studio. Mm-hmm. Winford's background is actually in sales. When I met with him, that came out. Oh, I didn't that he, know that. Yeah, he, his background is in production. It was sales. So he's very business-minded from the jump. Mm-hmm. And they gave me three different perspectives, very good advice on you know, how to proceed and I asked all three the same question. I said, do you think I can do this without TV? And all three of them were kind of like, eh, I think you need TV. Because the advertisers pay more for TV. For TV, yeah, that's true. And the production cost, you need to cover your production cost. Or mm-hmm. you need to partner with a TV station mm-hmm. so that they will at least partly cover the production cost. Or you could maybe even shoot it there. At their station, at their studio, which, cuts, their the studio, which cuts, yeah. cuts the cost, but you might still have to pay or you do some type of revenue share. And so I was gung-ho on the TV idea. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, to make this work, I need to have it on TV and then I can also put it on YouTube and perhaps make additional revenue off YouTube. But when the TV stations weren't really into it, mm-hmm. I said I did my pilot and then crickets Spend my 200 grand out of my pocket, which I didn't even know how I was going to pay for it at the time. Mm-hmm. But wow. you know what I say? When you really want something, the universe conspires to make it happen. Mm. I've heard it's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the money literally came right when I needed it. If it had come anytime sooner, I would have spent it on foolishness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I spent it on foolishness. It came right when I needed the money That's for right. that show. 
And so that's how that happened. And then did the pilot, got some traction online. Lots of people were talking about it. There was buzz, but I never heard anything back from the stations. Mm. I was calling them like, did you see the show? The show's out. Have you seen it? Sent you the link. They're like, oh, I haven't watched it yet or whatever. And weeks passed and nothing. So I said, let me start approaching the sponsors. Mm -hmm. And so what they say, and they were on board. Mm -hmm. As you guys came to the launch, I have four sponsors to mm -hmm. start. Four strong sponsors. Strong yeah. yeah. And they were gung-ho. Crunched the numbers again. I'm like, okay, this can work. Even without TV, even without mm -hmm. traditional media. Mm -hmm. And so I just went ahead and did it. But in, in coming to this process, I realized that other content creators out there have the same struggles that I do. Mm -hmm. You want to create quality content consistently, but how do you generate revenue? Well, and then yeah. because like Sadika, for example, told me, um, she said that the, the advertisers don't want to spend on digital media. They'll spend the money, they'll spend the big money on traditional media, mm -hmm. but they don't want to spend on digital and so that really had cemented my mind that I needed TV. But when I started making my pitches and the advertisers were saying yes, and then there's another yes, and then another yes, I'm like, maybe she was wrong. Or maybe mm. this was two years ago thinking mm. Times, yeah. and not Times 2019 thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're coming on board now. Mm -hmm. And so I see other shows like I met with Dotty Berry as well mm. more recently because I like his show. He has a YouTube channel. He has, a is it 100 or 200,000 subscribers? On YouTube. On YouTube. Mm -hmm. And his videos are regularly getting tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands of views. Mm -hmm. I notice he doesn't have any sponsors on it. But I know that he's making decent revenue from YouTube alone mm -hmm. with those with that type of viewership. Mm -hmm. But I said, why aren't people sponsoring the show? Is it that he's not pitching to them? They're not, nobody's approached him. What's going on? So I met with him. I wanted to talk the business side. So I'm like, you know, what's going on? And they were saying that the, him and his business manager, they're saying that, well, the, the advertisers, I don't know if it's a thing with the entertainment industry, that they don't want to fund entertainment. I said, well, when last have you pitched? And they couldn't really answer me when last they'd pitched because mm -hmm. maybe the last time they pitched things have changed between mm -hmm. then and now. Yeah. So I started thinking about it and I said, okay, I'm coming up with the structure for my show. I see where a sponsorship is willing to be there. I see where production cost is high. And I see another challenge being that us as content producers, we might not know the business end. Or, or even if you know it, you don't want to be bogged down doing both. Because mm -hmm. I can tell you doing doing everything for my show is a lot of work. Yeah. Having to be the, the producer, coming up with the content, writing the script, makeup. <laughs> I can yeah. do everything. I can produce my show from top to bottom. As in every role? As in every role. Wow. I can shoot my show if I need to. I know this industry very, very, very well. Mm -hmm. And then also having to go out and sell the show. is mm -hmm. <laughs> also, a, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have to actually create the show, as in the content that the show okay. is. I can produce the show in my sleep. Mm -hmm. I can edit. I can film if I need to. Mm -hmm. I can do makeup. I can write the script. I can host the show. Mm -hmm. I can do all of that easily. But the business end, no. That's another kettle of fish. Yep. I've never run my own business before. Mm. 
And I find this challenge with a lot of other content creators too. So you can create the content, you can create great content, mm -hmm. but when it comes, but now you have to sell the show mm -hmm. and that's a different thing now. Mm -hmm. Now you're a marketer, you're a CEO, you have to be thinking differently mm -hmm. about how are you going to sell the show? How much do I charge for ads? <laughs> how do I negotiate yeah, these yeah, contracts? Yeah, yeah. Um, who do I approach? You, you might be timid about approaching mm -hmm. a certain sponsor. Who do I even call? There are many things. Yeah, where to start? Yeah, where for, do you even for start? For creatives, it's a hell of a... Where do you even here. start? And you have to take on this role by yourself while spending time to produce the content. And the content itself takes a lot of time to produce. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a mm -hmm. full-time job on its own, mm -hmm. which is why in media houses, you have your business manager and you have your news editor separate. So mm. Cliff Hughes is executive producer and CEO but he also has his business manager. That He's not managing it. the business day to day. It's impossible to do both at, mm. at the same time yeah, for I a company of that, that size. It's mm. too much work. Mm. But for us just starting, we have to do it all. Yeah, and even yeah. though, so I said early on, okay, I'm going to bring in some people in sales mm -hmm. and pay them on a commission basis to get some sales for the show, try sell this show. But the four sponsors that I've had so far is me bring them in. Oh, wow. The salespeople haven't brought yet. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it has anything to do with their ability to sell. It's just that, especially for a new show, people want to talk to me. Yes. Because I'm the face behind yes. it. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. even if I have to be the one to make the initial call, mm -hmm. you know, make the pitch and then have them follow up with it, mm -hmm. then that's how it's going to work. But that's still but, your time. <laughs> but it's still my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have to make sure I have a hold on all the contracts, which I'm behind on, by the way. The show has oh, wow. going into episode three. And not everybody is <laughs> on it. Yeah, well, I know that. I'm not say too much, but because <laughs> I've been spending so much time making sure the show gets done, yeah, the business, the business end hasn't been as tight as I would want it to be and mm -hmm. as it needs to be, mm -hmm. which I need to really work on and just spend some extra hours doing that. But like I said, the, the bigger point that I was trying to make is that other content creators have this challenge too. Mm-hmm. And so I see Kalila Ray Media in the future being able to help other people with this type of challenge. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you have a company and whether it's on a salary basis or whatever, you buy out other people's shows, maybe. Mm -hmm. None, that might not be the model, but it's an idea. And you take care of the business end mm -hmm. for these particular creators. Mm -hmm. And studio space is a challenge. Like I said, production cost is heavy. We could have a situation where we are able to have one studio and different sets mm -hmm. in the studio, and we essentially share the production cost that way. Or I take care of, Kalila and Media takes care of the production cost, mm -hmm. and you, we find out some type of way to, to balance it. But that's where I see the company going, and that's how I see the company scaling as well, so that we, we're able to meet those challenges for other creators build a space and we're gonna see bomb content coming out of jamaica mm -hmm. and we already have some jamaicans mm -hmm. who are doing big things on youtube like mm -hmm. the dr berry mm -hmm. there's this girl who has like 500,000 subscribers she has a hair channel mm -hmm. on youtube she just does hair review products you know her name i'm trying to remember her name somebody recommended her it's her and i like I, i'm into hair stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> we can <see> <laughs> And the hair and makeup industry is huge, huge. and they tend to be they, they tend to mix up hair yeah, and makeup heard. huge. Mm -hmm. So if we can if we can have a 
a studio space or I could even build out like a really posh looking bathroom mm. <laughs> so she can do her hair videos ah. in there with great lighting, yeah, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I can like have that a green idea. screen in one corner and Barry can do his show. Just yeah. other day. I have my taking stock set in another corner and we use the same staff because then when I was thinking, one, when I was um, coming up with the idea for the show too, I had different models in mind. So one was owning my own studio versus renting studio space. Mm-hmm. You own your own studio now. What am I going to do? I'm going to be paying light and water, AC bill, all these things to shoot one show a week. Mm-hmm. So space just wastes for the Waste, rest of the time. Yeah, that don't make sense. Yeah. So four days out of five work days or six days out of seven in a week, the space is not being used. And the meter is still running on One, JPS. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's, that, that would be a waste. Yeah, so man, why not have a, a company where we do this for different people and different shows? Mm-hmm. And then we also take care of the marketing end because that takes some of the uncertainty out of it. But people mm-hmm. who are uncomfortable approaching sponsors don't know how to negotiate sponsorship contracts. It's something I have to be, have to be teaching myself, which is not... My forte is not what I want to be spending my time (laughs) doing. I'd rather be spending my time producing, taking stock, because that's where my passion lies. Mm I want to be the evangelist for this industry Mm -hmm. and have somebody else deal with that stuff. But for right now, Mm -hmm. I have to deal with it. And I think in another couple of years, maybe maybe as soon as next year, Randy wants me to push it up and do it faster. (laughs) Well, tell the people what it is I like to do faster, because the ideas are strong. I like them. I like them. Yeah. This is where this company could be. This is what we could be doing. And I don't see anybody in that space right now. Mm-hmm. Not yet. And there is huge potential there. Yeah. What's huge potential. Is that I think you're going to do it. And then suddenly people are going to discover that, wow, this was possible all mm-hmm. along. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly you'll see people start doing it. Start suddenly. Um, do, there are so many things that will just start happening. Yeah. As a result of the fact that you have chosen to do something that, was just obvious to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm proud of you doing that. I really want you to. And yeah, I want you to push it up. But I guess you know, you're having the baby, the baby in February. Yeah, so I, this this one definitely has to wait till after the baby. Yeah. After my two babies, because taking stock is a baby too. Yeah, <laughs> that one is harder to deal with. Yeah, but you can, I would say you can leave that one alone sometime, but you're, you know how you go in, in the middle of it. You almost can't. You, yeah. yeah. You think about no, it all the time. Trust yeah. me. You have these nights where I just can't sleep. I just wake up in the middle of the night with an idea. And then I can't fall back asleep because it's just like, oh, and it's just, I need to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that compelling. That's a, that's a burning passion. I get that. I love that. I like, I like it. I hope people can hear the same thing I hear. That's why I want you to push the ideas out because I think good ideas deserve to go out into the world. And I think good ideas find their funny. You say you, you found the money when you just needed to get the very first pilot off and you mm-hmm. got the money just appeared. The same thing will keep happening. But, you, you know, I've, I've been encouraging and I'm really happy to see it and I just want to see more. Yeah. She can have her IPO soon. <laughs> <laughs> I will laugh, but that's what should happen. Who knows? Right? That's Who what should knows? happen. The that's sky's should... the limit. Yeah, that really is true. Because when I started thinking about it, my mind will run away, you know. I'm like, oh, you can open a branch in Trinidad. We can open a branch in, in Belize. And open a and branch, you know? I've done the research on that <laughs> stuff. It's very, very cheap. Well, we can't talk about that off air. Yeah, it is very, very. You know, since iCreate has opened a Trinidad branch? Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's very, very um, cheap to, to tra- franchise out in those areas. It's not that iCreate has franchised out, but it's easy to do that, especially when you've already established it in one country mm-hmm. within the Caribbean going regional. It's very easy. It's also, I asked about Belize. Um, 
yeah, I think you're not, you're not great said. I am, I am impressed with what you're building and how you're building it. And you're building it in a new media space. You're living, you, you are, people look back on this hopefully and they'll go, oh yeah, great. Yeah. This is really when she said what she's going to do. And <laughs> yeah. now we're seeing <laughs> yeah. it here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On earning season. First is where, she, <laughs> where you heard it. <laughs> oh, this is so the easiest stuff first. We always joke around afterwards and ask people simple stuff. I like that you guys have been, um, you say you and your husband have been investing for about two years now. So we can ask you the hard part. The take, the, 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 the taking stock host gets to tell us about her stock. Um, not what you have, none of your actual business, but we always ask the general questions about what you like. But I think we can put a twist on it this time. You said, what was it, Dana? She said, uh, you were going uh, to have... Two years, two years. Yeah, because you have your daughter years. going yes. to college in, in about a year and a half, and a half. Two years. So if you're in, you were investing for your daughter, so the investment has to pay off in then. In two years. Yeah. What are you picking? <laughs> How many stuff are you giving I her? prepared for this question. You oh. did? Oh! <laughs> because I listened to... Um, Tyrone to Tyrone's episode just before I came here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. So you can't pick anything that Tyrone picked. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. So I'm like, oh, they're probably gonna ask me this. Definitely. Let me think about what are my picks. All right. So and you're actually gonna get me to say because people ask me this all the time and I don't answer. I always say, yeah, yeah, I always I'm, give the disclaimer. I'm not a licensed financial yep, advisor. Yep, yep, yep. I don't Where want you to try pick. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go pick because me say yeah, that's what yeah. you're picking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. mm-hmm. But w- one of the top of my list right now is JMMB. Mm. Yeah. Mm. For two years? T- this is not necessarily for two years. But okay. I'm not going to answer the two year part of the question. Okay. Just, I'm just going to answer <laughs> what I prepared for. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can t- I can say, and I'm not a, a licensed advisor either, but I can say for two years, JMMB is a great thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For two years, yeah. But, all right, so JMMB, I'm looking at because I really like what they're, first of all, they have that stake in Sagicor, mm-hmm. which is great. And I really like the passion of Keith Duncan in how he's approaching small business space, mm. which is the going to be the engine of growth for Jamaica. It is already mm-hmm. the engine of growth, but the small business space, it's where it's gonna really gonna take off yes. in the next couple of years. And Has they to. are and they are really going after that space aggressively. Mm-hmm. And I can say that too because I am becoming a customer of JMMV for the same reason, for the small business uh, incubator that they're launching. Mm, yeah, and yeah, that yeah, was yeah, after yeah. hasn't even officially launched yet. That's but true, I, yeah. For Kalila Ray Media, I've been asking around, asking people on finance, Twitter, JA. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mark Gale, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I met Mark at a PSOJ event that Keith Duncan, remember they did that whole small yeah, business they were meeting thing? Meeting the market, meeting yeah. Meeting the market there, yeah, yeah. and talking about small businesses. Mm-hmm. We're going to reach out to you and stuff. And that's where I first met Mark in person. Mm-hmm. And I heard him raise some concerns about you know, his struggles and getting his company off the ground and getting bank account for his business. I'm like, Mark, who did you end up going with? And he's With like, GMB. yeah, and he strongly mm-hmm. recommended them. And I went there and their, op- their, their officer just really held my hand, mm-hmm. still holding my hand. Mm-hmm. You need to do this, this, this and that. And they have, no, I think that what they're offering is great service and it's really needed mm-hmm. in this space. And so it's a company that I believe in. I believe in the product. I always, I said to my friends, you know, you can buy companies that you use Yes, that <laughs> strong recommendation. Always buy what you know. So buy you, compl- like I'm a Fontana customer. Mm-hmm. So you go to. Fontana, I love that yeah. they 
deliver to your house. You can WhatsApp your prescription. Mm -hmm. They have lots of great services and they have products that I use. Mm -hmm. They have like the most diverse hair products for mm -hmm. my type of hair. Mm -hmm. so, so I'm a fan of Fontana. So that yeah. was an easy stock pick for me. So that's another pick also. It, you you could, two well, right there. Already, I like that. I already make money. You already, <laughs> you already own it. That's yeah. strong. Yeah, that's strong. It's your company. Yeah. yeah. And it's because I believe in what the company does and mm -hmm. what they're doing. And JMMB, I see the vision for the company as well. I see where they're going, the focus on small business to the point where I've become a client or I'm becoming a client mm -hmm. and a stock owner. Mm -hmm. So okay. JMMB is a pick for me. I see them doing big things, making moves in the industry. And the financial sector is strong. Yes. Mm -hmm. And getting so, stronger with that buy that they're doing. Yeah. And getting stronger. Oh, what was the other one? I prepared for this question. No, I can't remember. Oh, you all gone too because you gave us fun time. <laughs> yeah. Too, so. plus fun time. No, there was another one that I wanted to I wanted to bring up. And no, I can't remember it. Um, but the lab, I see the lab doing big things. Creative mm. industry. Mm. Another thing that, you know, I'm in this industry. Mm -hmm. so, so I see a lot of prospects for where the lab is going reading their, about their regional push. Mm -hmm. um, was it the lab that I had in, on my list? I should have written down the list, you know. Oh, you were driving. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, three already, and oh, it's three, three strong ones, I yeah. think. I like them. Um, I, like, I like the reasons he mentioned JMMB there. And JMMB, well, actually, on, our episode, on the JMMB episode, we spoke, we spoke to... Oh, the incubator. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, but you're right, they're not launched yet, but they they're really are looking at that push. Small business really yeah, is Yeah, they're partnering with um, the Branson Center. Center. Mm -hmm. Trust me. Like, yeah. They might even see me. Like after I sat down with, with, with the man, Vincent, mm -hmm. Vincent Aldis is his name, big up Vincent, mm -hmm. I was like, thank you. Like somebody <laughs> actually is, showing like a path. This is what I needed. Uh, the business plan. And I'm the sure there are world, yeah. many, many, many other people out there who need mm -hmm. the exact same thing to grow their business. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not trained in business. I studied journalism. <laughs> I went to journal. I never took a business class in my life. Never took POB, POA, none of that stuff. Wow. And it's so surprising. You see the journey that you're going on. It, it might turn out to be something like you doing with taking stock. You might learn stuff. Because it's not hard stuff either. You know? It's just... Nobody has really brought it to the masses. So you might find that bringing it to the masses might be something that you do. Mm -hmm. That might be, end up being another product line for you. Mm -hmm. Because people just don't think about... Especially with how we're going with the SME movement in Jamaica. A lot of business owners, mm -hmm. they are... And it's not just in content creation. You might make soap. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you're passionate about making soap mm -hmm. and high quality soap, but you don't know anything about running a business. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah, I I quietly help a lot of people with that, and that's usually it. I, I look for people who have a passion about the thing mm -hmm. that they're doing, that mm -hmm. true passion, but they might just not know the business side. And the business side, I'm always willing to help. And them that's yeah, that's yeah. what's gonna make or break your product. You mm -hmm. might have the best product out there, but if you don't have a solid business structure, mm -hmm. it's going to fail. That is a hundred percent true. Um, Especially in, I've seen that happen so so many times in media. Back back in the day, magazines were the thing. Everybody wanted to do a magazine. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah. had to have a magazine, and so that you can get free backstage passes to places yeah. and, <laughs> yeah. and get your yeah. picture in the magazine. <laughs> but, you never, but you never think about how you're going to pay for the magazine, the advertise, the the advertising side of it, the business side of it. It's a it's a different, it's a and media name. is no different than any other industry mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. You you you've hit the nail on the head. You really have it right. So I think you you set for great things, and you gave three strong, strong picks. picks. Yeah, yeah. With one accidental. That's why you know it's good. You know when it, when it comes up naturally. Mm-hmm. Fontana, because you use the products, you get the thing that they have. And Fontana has a nice network of stores all over mm-hmm. Jamaica. I think everybody yeah. lives close enough to get to at least one. Most people. And then um, we had heard at the time that they were going to do Waterloo. So I'm like, come on now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Waterloo yeah. Square. Yeah, yeah. Which Come I, I'm on, seeing, no. I'm seeing as that alone made it a sell for a buy from me. A lot of people did that. Oh, well, so you'd have known that they're doing Waterloo. But they said it from the prospectus. They said, they said it. it from the prospectus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, if you read, you'd have known. Mm-hmm. So like, the people who were excited about Waterloo Square now are losing out because the gains from mm-hmm. Waterloo Square is coming. People like you, Kalila, already got because you got in from early, from yeah, before. But he said, like I said, I had interviewed Kevin O'Brien Chang mm-hmm. when they were doing the IPO. Mm-hmm. And it was and in the prospectus. And he said that. Waterloo Square was coming. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's that's going to be huge. And look when they open, right before Christmas season. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm very interested to see what it looks like. Yeah. Christmas is their best And time. it looks like they stay crowded ever since. You know, Jamaican love new things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Escalator. Worse, no? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The and they escalator. have like candy craze in there, so the kids want to come. Really? I haven't been in there yet. You know. Starbucks. Or There's a wanna... Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Candy craze. I haven't been in there yet, though. So but it's like a real Saturday outing for the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost like a little mini mall. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that. I like where we're going as a country, and I like where all the elements of where we're going as a country are lining up together. Kalila, you in good stead. And if you want to tell people anything else, I usually have people rap and tell whatever it is they want and their social media handles. Although you did that earlier, you can say it again. I think we kind of said it, you know. You yeah. said everything. <laughs> we've, we've squeezed a point today. Yeah. So. Just watch Taking Stock. That's right. <laughs> yeah, which is right. And share. And share, yes. Share, share the it. video. Yeah. And leave a comment. So some people will DM me. I'm like, please copy and paste this message. I'll put it on the comment section. Yeah, because that does help. It that, helps the with the metrics. It helps, yeah, it helps YouTube and Instagram push the video more. Mm-hmm. The more engagement yeah, there is on it. Watch it. If you, do, if you can't write a comment, hit the, just hit the like button. Everything helps. Everything mm-hmm. pushes pushes the content forward. Mm-hmm. Really, really happy that you did this, Kalila. Really happy to see it. And I hope to see it. And also, I should say this. This is a good point. The first lady that we've had on the podcast. So thank you. Oh, Yay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. another thing too. There's not many women in the space. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. th- the language pushes women away. That's why I know that women are interested because for my classes, I it's just recently I started getting men. more men coming to the classes. Mm-hmm. My classes are maybe 80 odd percent women. And it's not women who don't know things. It's women who know things, but I'm just, there's nobody really telling me. And the people telling me coming at me in a way that, yeah. I don't even know. And then Man's I don't. I, yeah. A lot <laughs> of mansplaining. Yeah, and they, and then they, they do it in a way where women don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I've been told, so I can't yeah. speak for women, but they don't feel comfortable even saying that I don't understand. Because mm-hmm. it's like you almost make me feel bad to say mm-hmm. I don't understand. You thought, though. Yeah. 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 So yeah I, I hosted a Educom credit union, mm-hmm. had a, a discussion a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. for their clients about investing and so on, a panel discussion. Mm-hmm. And I told the audience, because it was regular mom and pop people in the audience. Yeah. And I said, you guys, if you have a question, don't be afraid to ask the question. There's no stupid question. Mm-hmm. Yep. No matter how basic it is. Yep. Don't feel intimidated. 
Don't feel like everybody else around me know and I don't know, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask. Just ask the question. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to get people to, to oh. ask very basic questions. Yeah. So I started, I started out by asking, who in the room knows what stocks are? Yeah. I about start about three way. people raised their hands. Yeah. I started the same way. <laughs> and when you ended up with a reaction, people truly got it then? They were starting to get, to get it. it. I think yeah, there is yeah. more, much more needed. Yeah. I'll give you a tip. And to anybody else who is listening, or people, especially if people have classes, you want to simplify things. Here's one thing I've started to do. Allow them to ask anonymous questions. Because even if you tell Jamaicans, you do afterward, there's no stupid question. Mm-hmm. People hear about, I mean, you said that, but everybody I know if this question's stupid. Or the truth is, I might feel weird about my questions. I think it's stupid. Yeah. But you give them the opportunity to ask it anonymously, mm-hmm. then they'll ask you. And then you'll get all the questions. Mm-hmm. And what people think is a stupid question very often is not. Yeah. yeah. I learned that in journalism too. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, journalists, you go to a press conference and you feel like you're supposed to know. Yeah, you're supposed <laughs> to ask the most nope, grandiose thing. I'm going to ask thing. whatever it is I don't yeah. understand, I will ask it. Yeah. And I will not feel embarrassed to ask. Yeah. And you shouldn't because you know what the truth is? If you want to get around, in business, with Dana, you know, business, business leaders especially, they're very tricky when they want to be tricky. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hide stuff. The only way to cut through that is to ask the plain, stupid question. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. What kind of profit are you expected to get from that? Mm-hmm. Then you'll see somebody start to trip up. Mm-hmm. Then you'll hear people say things like, Shareholders shouldn't worry about the profit. They should worry about the, the benefit to Jamaica or foolishness. <laughs> yes. That's when you hear the foolishness coming out, when you ask the very plain, straight questions. Yep. Yeah, so don't knock it. You're not, you're not good, Stead Kalila. Thank you so very much for doing this. Yeah, man, thank you. It's yeah. my pleasure. Yeah, thank you very much for, for blessing the podcast. Yeah, man. As, <laughs> as, as, as our first, the first lady, I come on, and pushing other people. I like, I don't know if you see it now, but you see the same thing. This was about Cliff Hughes and how you build talent. It's the same thing I hear you saying yep. in terms of how you're building with yourself. And even the things I get, because I look at what you do and I, I see how you're aligning all the ducks in a row and saying, this is how you get out to people. And I see it and I say, you have Kalila doing this after it. So consistency, she's right. Mm. You see, she said it's now, even if I don't want to take a break uh, a week off, I can't take it. Like Kalila said, one of the good things you guys do is that you're out every week. And she's right, but I, you guys know how hard that is. Thank mm. you, Bam Production <laughs> Studios, the Maker Podcast Network. Big them up for that because we need a lot of help with that. And in the same way that you mentioned also, I say the same thing. So I know business very well. I know I am pretty creative, but I also know the struggle in doing both. It mm-hmm. is hell. So having you can only do one fully or the other one fully. So you, you, you're in a great space with what you're doing. I'm sure you can get a whole heap of calls from this when people asking to help <laughs> sponsor your new um, your new effort in terms of space or whatever. Also, you're doing the right thing. Lots of people want to create. They don't have the space for it. They don't have the know-how. They don't have anything. And yeah, if Connections. Can, yeah, that also. Because we also helps. have a lot of connections. That has helped a, connections, a lot. Because yeah. yeah. when I call up proven wealth and ncb that's and jmmb that's true and it was the immediate the quick yes because it's because we already have a relationship that is a hundred percent true imagine me just call out of the blue call barita ask for sponsorship <laughs> <laughs> hi i'm randy R- hello hi, hello <laughs> which well, is yeah. why they want to talk to me exactly my sales people aren't getting anywhere exactly at least not yet exactly well, big up that i love the effort and thank you for coming on anytime you're ready the door is always open like i say cool so thank you very very much this has been earning season i'm randy at rt row on twitter and i'm Dana at hri on twitter and that's kalila, and I'm kalila. <laughs> i was going to but it's not my it's show not your so. show it's fine go ahead <laughs> give, give, me, give me one day Come at kalila ray k-a-l-i-l-a-h-r-e-y everywhere everywhere i love that <laughs> especially right. youtube Thank you, especially YouTube. Big up. Check out the show. Check the show notes. This has been earning season. Thank you, guys. All right.